Today is January 4th, 2022. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And this is super the hardest. And like the promise of a pill for insurrectile dysfunction, we are your hosts. John, Mo, and Dave. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. This is year 17. This is our 17th year. That's that nuts, shit? y'all. Fucking crazy. I, oh, I was crazy. trying to figure out how many years it's been for me. Uh, eight. Eight of them? Yeah. Eight of them. Man. Eight of them. Special guest, Dave. I'm fine with that. Um, I got a news story hot off the presses. Uh, we're going to get right into before we start our stuff of the year episode. Um, somebody just posted this in our Discord chat. Okay. Uh, a 90-day fiancé star who made a staggering 38,000 pounds a week, uh, you know, Ooh. British, right? Uh, oh, I thought it was like just gaining that much weight. Nope. Uh, it's a super feeding a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she's quite lovely. Um, she quite made a st- lovely. Yeah, I'll, I'll show you a picture in a minute. Um, she made a staggering 38,000 pounds a week from selling her farts in a jar, has revealed she was rushed to the hospital. Her name is Stephanie Motto, and uh, she uh, her her unusual stream of income. Uh, she has a two hundred sixty thousand, like two hundred sixty thousand followers. Looks like uh, as her customer base, they're all on eight chan <laughs> to sell her <laughs> pungent product, which retails at one thousand dollars or seven hundred fifty six pounds a jar. At one point, demand was so high for Stephanie's wind that she was producing up to 50 jars worth of farts a week. However, she may have squeezed out one too many as the reality star had to make a hospital dash. She said she thought she was having a stroke and that these were her final moments. She was just overdoing it. She's 31 years old and recalled how she consumed three protein steaks and a huge black or huge black huge bowl of black bean soup in one day. Uh, before feeling that something was not right with a pressure in her stomach that moved upward throughout her body. What's a protein steak? <laughs> I say <laughs> steak. That too. Protein shake. Oh. I'm having a hard time reading. That's why you're reading all the stuffs this year. Well, okay. Uh, sh- so she consumed three protein it. shakes. I mean, there's protein in a steak. Yeah. And a huge bowl of black bean soup. Uh She said it was quite hard to breathe, and every time she tried to breathe in, uh, she felt a pinching sensation around her heart. Now, I'm going to show you and see if you'd like to pinch around her heart. Um, Godspeed. Yeah. There we go. That's the size of the fart jar? Yeah. That's not very big for a What else is in there? Yeah, it looks like... Looks like there's some. I think that's just a shadow, maybe. Yeah, but it looks like a rose petal, but that's probably not it. From what I understand, she had a pinching sensation right around uh, here. <laughs> oh. Here, yeah, 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 right around here. Let's see that? Um, yeah. Uh, see, there's so, some swelling. Yeah. So she thought she was having a heart attack or a stroke, apparently. Um, but what it was was intense gas pains. So she was advised to change her diet. And take a gas suppressant, <laughs> which has effectively ended her. It's like telling Burt oh. Bacharach to stop writing the music the whole world <laughs> sings. I know, I know, right? Oh, Stephanie, our heart goes out to you. Yeah, she's our retired. Farts. Her farts, <laughs> farts, farts go, go out, out to you. you. 
Um, uh, oh, of course, Fun but she's got a new scheme fight. now. Uh, her clients will no longer be able to own the physical jar of her farts, but, of course, an NFT, her digital artwork, digital fart work on the blockchain. Huh. And, and this this writer is doing crackerjack work because they end by saying, you might say that Stephanie, much like her career, has been given a second wind at life. Oh. Yeah, right. Yes. There clap, it is. Clap. Good one. No, no. Right. One more. There we oh, go. Oh, nice. Yeah. You got it. You got the gift. You got to cup it. I what it is. Cup it. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, so that's how we're going to start the new year with classy as always fart stories. Um, new year, new us. No. New year, same us? So anyway. Uh, like new year, I'm still here is kind of how. <laughs> that's sad. <laughs> I know, right? I'm mm. glad you're still here. We no need, need to rush don't that. Even try to, we don't need even you mo- try to do that don't, to me. Don't rush that. Uh, it's who, our would, who would give me these sweet silicon cups? That's right, probably nobody. Nobody. That's, that's nobody right. would. With coffee. Just think how excited. Coffee-colored dice. Every time I got something great, I'm like, ah, oh, think how happy Jess, your wife, yeah. is going to be when she sees you bring home another Oh, she's going to be something. Like, yes. More stuff. More stuff from Mo. Uh, it is our annual stuff of the year. I would like you guys to take a guess, if you could, when we started doing stuff of the year. Now, we just mentioned uh, that this is our 17th year of the podcast, but we did not do stuff of the year right away. We did, uh, since we were primarily a gaming podcast, we did our gaming, our Daryls every year, our game awards. I'm going to say 2008. I think it was. Oh, no, that's, yeah, that's probably probably about right that is right that is right 2008 we started doing stuff of the year uh because uh we did the daryls for the first three years of the podcast daryls there he is right there that's the trophy there he is yeah along with justin and i's clay dolls so yeah those are sculptures dave they're life sculptures (laughs) still life sculptures where'd the dragon come from that Uh, was the pewter dragon yeah that was that was a gift to uh to Hilden, Hilden yes. Yeah. And that that's Hilden's hat, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um so uh this is the 13th annual stuff of the year. Totally. All right. So uh many folks were kind enough to send in their stuff. Uh some of them wrote a lot of stuff. Like Pickle <laughs> Friction wrote a novel. Um Is it 17 pages of erotic fan fiction? <laughs> it's not. Okay. <laughs> then I'm ready to hear it. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Mo, do you want to start out with Pickle? Should we start out with sure. Pickle? Yeah. Merry Christmas, fellas. Here's my stuff of the year. I was pretty busy with uh, with new content this year for the most part, so there's quite a bit of stuff I want to mention here. Whew. <laughs> Buckle up. <laughs> Game of the year. <laughs> He's not kidding. Funny enough, out of all the new media... I consumed this year. Video ga- video games were the least of it. Not much in. Oh, sorry. Old man reading has become. You, you want me to read that? No, I got yeah, it. I'm doing such this a good is job. This the first thing he's had to read in a long time. Yeah. A protein steak. Well, no, it's <laughs> my my eyes are betraying me now. In my forty uh, fifth year. Uh, uh, not much I'm into came out this year, and I didn't get a chance to play. But a few games were released. Er, but a few games released this year. I did. <coughs> 
I'll play a few worth mentioning, like Guilty Gear Strive, which was okay, and Loop Hero, even though that was way over my head. However, that's a knitting game, I presume. <laughs> right? <laughs> However, my game of the year has to go yes. to Resident yep. Evil 8 Village. Totally. Resident Evil <laughs> Village, nice. Yeah. Wow, game of the year. Yeah. Hmm. Village. I've just <laughs> recently become... Village. Uh, yep, he's, a, he's an R, a re-fan. <laughs> Basically, since Re Seven, and I've been enjoying the remakes. I, I see what you did there yep. a lot. Oh. Aside from the ending, uh, Re Eight is a great game with beautiful atmosphere and the familiar yet fresh gameplay that these new gen re games have come to be known for is on point. It's worth I checking agree. out for sure. I've I, I'm, uh, I've mentioned this before, but Resident Evil Village I really liked, but it's it felt like a greatest hits game to me. It felt like they took. All right, you like this from Resident Evil 1 and 2, and you like this from Resident Evil 4, and then you like this from Resident Evil 8. We're going to put all that in one game, and it's going to be awesome, it which I, I think is cool. It's first person again, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I can't do it, man. I so can't do it. It felt like a it felt like a mixture of a lot of those a lot of those elements, and that's I, fine. I got about ten minutes into seven, hmm. was like, nope. Seven. <laughs> I shut it off so fast. Seven is still it's in my top five of all time. Yeah, I love it so much, dude. Dude, no. Mm. No. All right. Continue with Pickle. <laughs> All right. Movie of the year. I don't really watch new movies that often, so I only caught a couple this year. But the one good one I did was really worth it. Bo Burnham's, right? Burnham. Yeah. yeah. Inside, yeah. Inside I was making its round. Yet. So let's talk about that a minute. Is, is he done talking about that? No, he's got okay. a lot to say. Uh, well, let's, let's finish. Let's let him finish. Word of mouth on the internet, and I decided to watch it after seeing a few streamers. I like talk about it. If you're not familiar with Bo Burnham, he's a musician, comedian, that got famous from the earlier days of YouTube when he was just a teenager. That's about all you need to know going in. Anyway, the movie is more like a musical comedy, a musical comedy special with little dialogue, which he filmed, edited, and wrote all himself during quarantine of 2020. The tone of the movie has lots of ups and downs the longer he spends stuck in his house. (laughs) Totally, right? And it gets uh, pretty heavy at times, which was like his previous special. That's my interjection i should have used sorry which is like his previous special so people know it's a different (laughs) narrator this is why they like you reading and reading the letters (laughs) (laughs) it tackles subjects like mental health loneliness cooking our constant need to be entertained uh doomerism etc etc it also pokes fun at celebrities that think they're helping people during times of crisis by performing Uh, i'm assuming that's the imagine video from Gal Gadot and whatnot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff Bezos, Capitalism, and more. The movie is also a spectacle to look at. Uh, to look at what, with his creative use of lighting and effects, I highly recommend it. Yeah, because it all takes place in one room. Yeah. Yeah. Did you watch it? Yeah. Did you like it? We'll talk about it. We'll, um, let, we'll, we'll let Pickle finish. Oh, all, right, yep. all right. All right. Pickle so Fiction's going to Pickle yeah, finish. There you go. All right, it's going to finish all it's over your f- chest. <laughs> wow. So during 2020, <laughs> I never once had to stop going to my place of employment to quarantine, so I was afraid I wasn't going to be able to relate to this movie. But I still had to had to stop seeing friends and family in person during that year and never went anymore. Um, uh, anymore. I never went anywhere. I didn't have to absolutely go. So I definitely experienced that shitty feeling in my life <coughs> coming to a complete stop with waves of the worst depression I've ever experienced. Turns out the movie is still very relatable and is almost therapeutic at times when it expresses a lot of emotions we all felt. Great stuff. Pickle. So I watched this, but only at the behest of 
Ethan, my son. Uh, also, it says also don't watch the Green Knight. That shit was boring af. It was. Boring. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna argue that, man. Yeah. No af. Uh, oh af. I thought the Green Knight was like way overhyped. I watched it and I was like, "That's it. That's." I mean, I couldn't understand what they were saying most of the time because they talk like this a lot. But anyway, um, did you watch it, Dave? No. Is it like one of those internet movies you're supposed to turn? I watched the trailer and was like, "I'm good." Yeah, it wasn't good. I was hoping it was going to be like a Guillermo del Toro kind of kind of joint, right? But it wasn't. Um, So anyway, speaking of inside, saw that inside. But so Ethan. Of all people, and I, and I say this because Ethan's never really passionate about too much, like outwardly, like you need to watch this or you need to listen to this or play play this. He insisted that Christine and I sit down with him and watch it. And, and I was like, how many times have you seen this? He's like, this will be my sixth. Sixth? Yeah, and I'm like, holy shit. He's wow. trying to tell you something. <laughs> yeah. So he, he fucking loved it. Um, so that's the one thing. And I, and afterward, I was like, so you really like that, huh? Because I liked it. I thought it was good, but it was just, I was like, I don't know my son. Uh, yeah, I was like, holy shit, I had no idea he would. And I think a lot of it is so Ethan plays piano and Bo Burnham plays, plays piano, piano in a lot of this. Um, and so I think he was impressed by that. But the other takeaway I got was, uh, Mo, you have not seen it? I've not. But the f- I had a similar reaction to this first, the first special that he did. Yeah. S- Make Happy or something like that. I haven't seen any of his stuff. I was just like, what the hell? This I think I just saw something brilliant. I need to watch this about six more times. Yeah, I I was like, Mo would love this. Like, maybe you know, you might not get into like the whole like theme or message or whatever, but the the songs themselves are really fucking good. Yeah, and I, and I was like, this is the kind of shit that Mo would write. There's a song called uh, "Anything and Everything All of the Time." That's my favorite song, and it's it's basically just about the internet. Yeah. And how would you like anything and everything all at the time? <laughs> anything and everything all at the time. And it fucking gets faster. And it's yeah. like, and it, it is so fucking good. And I'm like, shit, man, this if we just like let Mo rip on a fucking musical, it would sound a lot like this. He uh, he sings one song in it that Phoebe Bridgers covered at her show. Mm-hmm. And I had never heard the song before. And then later my friend was like, oh, yeah, that's in the Bo Burnham special. Yeah, but I, I still need to watch it. I mean, and even it's if on my list. even if like it's not your vibe, like you know, whatever, you can't help but walk away from him and be like, he did all of that by himself. Yeah, pasted it all together by himself. Did all like like Pickle said, did all the lighting by himself and everything, and it's all in like the size of like this room here. Yeah, yeah Probably it's maybe like his even living smaller. Room yeah, in his apartment or something. The, the first one yeah. had the the lighting was really important mm-hmm. in the first the other special too, and timing. Yeah, so like. He must be like a compulsive perfectionist. Yeah, you know, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and you know, and it it shows because like huh. holy balls, that was tightly edited and mm-hmm. performed. Yeah. yeah, and and it was a because I'm pretty sure that first one was in front of an audience. Yeah, it was live. So like, wow. And the camera works incredible too, yeah. which is doubly amazing considering either he's holding it, yeah, and like doing selfie type shit, or he's just got it on a tripod. Yeah, you know, he's already figured the angles out. Yeah. You know? It's crazy. So yeah, really good. What else has Pickle got? Album of the year. I don't know. Music is dumb. <laughs> Inside's soundtrack. That's what he's. That's it. Nice. TV show of the year. Man, it was a good year for TV series like Squid Games and the New Wonder Years. I also picked a new season of. Uh, I don't know. Is it Pen Fifteen or Penis? Both. Yes. Yeah. As my show of the year because it honestly is the best goddamn show out right now. Had to wait a long time for that one due to the pandemic, and it hasn't disappointed at all. Only problem is I haven't finished it yet. <laughs> yeah, I get it. All over Dave's chest. Yeah.
What? Why does it have to be Dave? I know. Why? Because <laughs> it's pickle. I All I remember is him describing a Coke bottle like penis. <laughs> yeah. But who Throb- knows which way it's pointing? Veiny. <laughs> That's all I remember. I love that coming out and of your mouth. And being terrified. I just assume that it's translucent and with some nice painted <laughs> yeah. painted logos yeah. on it. Something about <laughs> skin falling off yeah. and being chained to a radiator. <laughs> I don't know. Sounds like you remember this pretty well. It was scarring. Seared, seared into your brain. Scarring. That's what it was. <laughs> My actual show of the year is, of course, none other than Chucky. It was announced so- shortly after Cult of Chucky 2017. So I've been waiting a while. It's great campy fun like you would expect, and it has brought back quite a bit of old cast members, much like it teased at the end of the last movie. Yeah, I should mention this is a sequel to the last movie. They explain stuff sometimes, so it's not required to have seen them all, but it helps. It's a coming-of-age story that follows a group of teenagers, one of which buys a Chucky doll at a garage sale. It's a... Co- no, wait, what did I just do here? Do we need to get you a rule? No, it's just repeated. That's stri- <laughs> no, that's strange. No, I start this over. It's a coming of yes, age please story. Start that, it over from the top. That follows yeah. a group of teenagers, one of which <laughs> buys a Chucky doll top. at a garage sale. It's a coming of age story with a killer doll. Great show. It also flashes back quite often and tells Chucky's origin story, which is pretty interesting to see. I don't want to say too much. Wait, didn't we see Chucky's origin story in the first Child's Play movie? I don't movie? know, because it's really, it really is <laughs> worth watching. <laughs> what more is there? Isn't, doesn't a soul go into a doll? Yeah, I mean, end of story. Maybe it's the designer who made the doll. <laughs> I don't know. Everybody's got to tell the fucking mm. prequel I bullshit. forgot that I brought some snacks, so you guys let me know when you're ready for some well, snacks. Well, maybe tomorrow when we're done reading Pickles' <laughs> <laughs> letter. Yeah. <laughs> It's just good to hear Pickle's voice, you know? That's it's my voice. Coming out of Moe's mouth. I know, but I'm picturing Pickle. But this is my voice, too. I've hugged it? him in real life. I know mm. how he feels. I know how he <laughs> smells. Yeah. I love Pickle. Me, too. It's the best. Good I've, guy. I've met him thrice now. I don't thrice. know if you meet somebody three times. You're just bragging at this point. I know. I am bragging. Yes. Wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. I drove through Oklahoma, and I'm really kicking myself that I didn't... Could you drive through Oklahoma and not? Because I just freaking needed to get out of that state, man. That state is brutal yeah, to drive sad. through. No offense, Pickle, but southern Kansas and Oklahoma Whew. are rough. Teddy was crying in a gas station, and this random guy's like, you want to borrow my belt? <laughs> like, we got to get out of here. Oh, I saw some shit off the freeway in southern Kansas that I was like, people live like this? What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Sorry. Well, that's fine. Okay, go ahead. COVID's a hoax. <laughs> also, <laughs> they do mostly practical effects. Aside Not going to Some CGI splatters here and there. But as far as the doll goes, it's all puppeteers, buddy. <laughs> Chucky is what he should have said. There. The gore is pretty incredible for all the degenerates like myself, so that's a huge plus. I don't know. Not going to be for everyone, but I think it's a lot of fun. I love campy gore, and if it's anything like uh, Ash vs. the Evil Dead, that series... I I should probably check it out because I loved Ash versus Evil Dead. What was that on? Is that uh, it's on Netflix now? Really? All three seasons. It's I'd, so good. I really like Evil Dead. It's so good. It's so fun. So fun. It has a few like moments that it like lulls a little bit sometimes, but just Bruce Campbell being Bruce Campbell for yeah, Bruce three Campbell's seasons. Great. Three seasons of TV. Wow. All right. It's really good. All right. <sighs> book of the year. This was a huge year for me when it came to books. The end of policing. Fully Automated Luxury Communism, The Life of Lucille Ball, Jesus and John Wayne, just to name a few. However, I think my favorite read this year was Red State Revolt. 
It's about the 2018 teacher strike in West Virginia, uh, Oklahoma, and Arizona. The book not only covers the strikes in great detail, but also serves as somewhat of a stepping stone guide for how to organize uh, what they did right and wrong, as well as how their tactics differed depending on the state. It's also a great breakdown of a lot of bullshit stereotypes about Southern people. Uh, yeah, let's, which, let's let's pause. Oh, okay, hold does he, on. Did you finish that? Which gets particularly shown when you see the power they held with worker solidarity across the board of several different politically. I think that's aligned. It's 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 it says aliened, but I think it's supposed to be aligned, <laughs> right? Yeah. Several different politically aligned people all participating together once they understood maybe politically alienated people all participating go. together once they understood their struggle as a class struggle mm. yeah as it uh, expresses in the book the front lines were made up of democrats trump voters socialists and a handful of communists it's a really good read and you will be rooting for them the whole time their wins feel great and their defeats will frustrate you a lot but it's definitely worth checking out huh nice i've heard a lot of things about jesus and john wayne book never heard of it that's Let's give it an applause. It's my yeah. It's the Christian circles. Mm. It's like quasi Christian. Mm. Just talking about like Christianity and Americanism and how it's all in, intertwined. I hear Americanism is a great word to paint oh. on your car. Put that on your car. It's the fourth <laughs> value of America. <laughs> mm -hmm. Americanism. Yeah. Americanism. I don't know. Why did that? Why did I even say that? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Like, you, you wanted to talk about a stereotype of Southern people. No, I don't. That's where oh you, yeah yeah uh, right uh, just uh you know pick I, I I guess it's easy to uh, I don't know project that stereotype onto people you know and then and then you meet you know you meet real folk you know you meet people like Pickle who's from you know Oklahoma and you're like God damn what a fucking good guy and you and you under and you you know you just understand that fucking you can't just believe stereotypes and shit i guess and you might not know. just be able to get up and leave the state that you live in yeah right, totally you know and maybe you don't want to because maybe you kind of dig it there. right but your neighbor's family tree probably still is a telephone pole and you know oklahoma they've they've got fucking legalized marijuana all over that bitch and we <laughs> i did I notice know. that it we is live in everywhere we live in supposedly uh liberal yeah. ass minnesota and here we are we just were able to buy liquor on sundays a couple of years ago so what the fuck ever we're notor well, I, I notoriously honestly, slow for change. I honestly forgot about that. I was yeah. driving around. I was like, oh, crap. I got to go run to the liquor store. But it's tomorrow Sunday. And Jess is like, yeah. <laughs> like, they're going to be closed. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. It's heavily ingrained. It's traumatizing. Podcast of my the My wife. Jess, my wife. Yeah. Oh, your wife. Oh, my wife, yeah. Jess. Yeah. I thought wife. you are talking about Uncle Jesse from Duke's no. Pazzo. <laughs> no. From Full House. Come on. <laughs> there's speaking another Speaking uncle? of Southern right. stereotypes. I don't think there's any other Uncle Jesse's. <laughs> I've really got a favorite podcast of the year. Super the I've, Hardest. I've really Next. gotten into a podcast called Blowback. Oof. Oof. Gross. Sounds bad. Which is currently on its second season. Mm. We're on fucking year 17, bitch. A leftist <laughs> podcast that covers American history, usually involving war and corruption, etc. As the title suggests, it also has moments where you get to see the long-term effects of the events being told. The first season is about the Iraq War, and the second season is all about the Cuban Revolution and the Cold War. It's really good and very insightful. There are also some pretty amazing interviews on the show. I'm going to throw up a trailer for it for hype purposes if anyone wants a taste. Okay. HTTPS 
colon sla- backslash don't backslash do that. twitter.com slash deep <sighs> underscore. <laughs> Next. There's more. Next. Next. Fine. Skip. Guess I, people I, aren't going to know I'm what gonna this is. I'm going to fast forward for the next 15 seconds. Streamer of the year. I feel like I need to mention a stream I can't stop watching. Her name is Kyutebot. Nope. Pronounced Cutebot. He wrote it right there. <laughs> Spelled K-Y-O-O-T bot. And she has a stream that is up there with taxicab confessions level of quality. Basically, she brings anyone onto her show who wants to participate in a speed date with her for seven minutes. Huh. After the seven minutes is up, the chat gets to vote whether or not the contestant gets extended time to continue the date or they will get a one out of 10 rating and kicked off. The great part about the show is that you will see some of the weirdest motherfuckers come on the show. Some are nice, genuine people, but some could be complete assholes. She gets creeps, crypto bros. I'm shocked. Polygamists, virgins, old men, you name it. She's a very trolly personality. So it depends on the contestant. She will really put them through the ringer and stress test the shit out of them. By making them uncomfortable or telling them she loves them or asking about what sexual things they would do to her. It's fucking incredible. At the end of the date, uh, though, okay, at the end of the date, though, it's all in good fun and they have a laugh and then she shouts out their scream to help them out. Their stream to help them out. Gotcha. As for the chat participation, I turn into a fucking degenerate when I participate in the audience. It's like a Rocky Horror Picture Show screening where everyone is yelling at the screen at the screen and going nuts and it takes a little while to catch on it can get a little out of hand though with some people in chat being actually hateful people again i'm shocked (laughs) but if they are too bored usually they get clapped anyway that's good shit Uh, enter at your own risk back Mm. i'll list it or i'll link it below for anyone that's interested as well as a clip to get you an example of how weird this shit gets. So these links are on the forums, so Mo yeah. doesn't have to read well, them. Well, there's no link here. I deleted it, so you didn't oh, read it, but I forgot. But you didn't del- delete know, the other one. I missed the first Thanks. one. Thanks. Jackass. Yeah, like fucking Ron Burgundy over there. You I've already it. not <laughs> listened to this episode. Right? <laughs> I think that wraps it up. We're recording it, it right now, and I'm already not listening <laughs> to Christmas, it. Happy Christmas, guys. And I hope everyone had a good holiday and is staying safe. Mm. Love you guys. You right too. One of the original stink daddies. Mm-hmm. Pickle friction. All right, should we start out with TV? Sure. All right. Dave? Wait, hmm. do you guys want a snack? Yeah, yeah, let's do the All snack. All right, so I'm a little bit embarrassed about these snacks. Oh, oh great. Because you guys are getting... Like just, I'm already not <laughs> eating them. Is it nacho cheese, Doritos? <laughs> you guys are getting... I almost brought those. You guys are getting my sloppy seconds, all right? Oh, great. These are already open bags that I Ooh. had in the cupboard Ooh. that I'm bringing. <laughs> You're bringing us open fucking product, like... We're getting the New dent, Year's Eve. dented and damaged shit now. Teddy hands in there and stuff. No. You shopping no. at fucking Aldi? These are adult. <laughs> oh, I shop at Aldi. <laughs> All right. I will serve that to you with pride. <laughs> These are some of it. Uh, crack <laughs> balls from deathnuts.com. Crack balls from Ranchy death nuts. Cheddar Habanero. Ooh. I will tell you, these are hot. All right. But they're not like chemical burn hot. It's like habanero hot. Yeah. Are Enjoy. They, how do they compare to Moe's habanero cheese yeah. ball? Or no, no, it was a habanero was jelly. jelly. Uh, Christine did not like that habanero <laughs> jelly. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> yeah, I have it in my fridge still. Um, I don't know. You guys tell me. All right. All right. I like habaneros. I'm going to suggest you eat them fast. Oh. Don't savor them. Oh, Moe's just going to have one. I got two. I got two. I'm like a little bitch. All right. Down the hatch. 
Dave's coughing. Yep. Okay, that's a spicy cheese ball. Yeah, it's good. I like it. Mm-hmm. It's really cheesy. Yeah. yeah. Like, these are delicious. It's not like <sighs> crappy Pringles Mm-mm. crazy hot. It's no. like a real pepper hot. Yeah. yeah. And it cheesy is. and ranchy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These yeah. are fantastic. Yeah, they are. Where'd you get these? Crack balls. Where'd you get them from, Dave? Uh, my brother-in-law bought them from Vivere. Vivere? What the fuck is that? you got to stop saying things we don't know. <laughs> so in North Minneapolis, there's a... you got to be like, he went to Target. There's a restaurant called Centro. Actually, John, we ate there yeah. together. They have like a gift shop next to it now called Vivere. You can buy like snacks and tortillas and stuff. Okay. Deathnuts.com. Apparently that bag was eight bucks. Oof. It was. I oh, see my tag. God. But they're... They've kind of grown on me. Like, I had one, and I was like, oh, these are too hot. Yeah. Now I yeah. like them. Yeah. Oh, good. All right, do you guys want to try something else to kind of cool the heat a little bit? Yeah, sure. Yeah, let's cool the heat, Dave. Since we pounded our drinks, so. With some more leftovers. Yeah, I'm going to bring them both out. Is it lasagna? All right, these are churro strips. Does that say beef and cinnamon? <laughs> Just grain-free cinnamon chips. Oh, I thought it said beef cinnamon <laughs> chips. Made with coconut sugar and avocado oil. Oh, cassava flour? Cassava flour. Cassava flour. Oh, well, the cinnamon's going to go with the habanero cheese, but we'll give it a go. That would be nice, cool. (laughs) It's cool. cool. I mean, cinnamon's a warm spice, not so much. Uh, And then the other one I have is another almost empty bag, but these same brands. I'm eating it right now. These are... Sea salt and vinegar with a hint of Serrano. These are the best sea salt vinegar chips I have ever had in my life. These little cinnamon chips are delicious. They taste taste just like a churro. Yeah. Terrific. I'll take your sloppy seconds any day, Dave. I mean, if this is what you're serving, Mm -hmm. you can slop it all over. Yeah, we need to get ready for those. Get ready. All right. They're good. They're crunchy. All right, Dave, while we're chewing, give us your TV. Pulling up your TV. Pulling up your TV. All right. <coughs> what do you want? Do you want number one show right away? or I don't have mine ordered, so okay. whatever you want. All right. I'll just go in the order. I got them on my list here. Uh, you suggested Flight Attendant. Yeah. I watched that. Yep. It was surprisingly good. Yeah, it was really good. It's a miniseries on HBO, which oh, apparently yeah. they're doing a season two. Oh, yeah. they are? That's great. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was, it was fantastic. Yeah. Yep. I listened to her on Conan's podcast, Kaylee... Kuoko. Kuoko? Mm-hmm. Uh, she literally bought the rights to that show by seeing the cover at an <laughs> airport. Yeah, she saw a, co- a cover of the book. Didn't read the book. Was like, I want to buy the rights to that book. Does Reese Witherspoon already have it? Because Reese Witherspoon <laughs> buys all the books. <laughs> yeah. It's well, written by a woman, yeah. I think. Figures. It was a great show, man. And, it was uh, really good. She does the voice for uh, Harley Quinn in the cartoon, so you should watch that. Too. Oh, 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 man. I watched that this year. That show was no. great. It was awesome. Um, best, the best superhero-related anything I've seen in years. Loved I it. don't agree with that. Stop but, it, Dave. But... Uh, he's good. You know, he's on his thing. Yeah. Yeah, I know. 
you hate superheroes. Yeah. I don't hate it. Just make it good. He hates so goodness. much. What did you guys think of those chips, though? The sea Delicious. salt vinegar, right? Uh, they're the best sea salt vinegar chips I've ever had. Yes, for sure. Me too. They're not like vinegar pungent in your eyes. No, they're super balanced. Uh-huh. They got a little, like literally a hint of serrano. Yeah, just like a little hint of heat. It's these are. Three primo snacks, Dave. Right? Even if you fed them to somebody else first. Right? Better than the best last 10 superhero movies I've seen. Wow. That's for sure. I don't even want to watching all that. the wrong ones, apparently. <laughs> we'll get to that when we get to movies. All right. Uh, get Back. Yes, that's on my list. Yep. Um, I've only actually watched the first the first episode so far. Uh, I'm calling. I, I had this one under movie, but whatever. Oh. Same diff. Yeah. Um. Get back for me was like the one of the best things I've seen or just like consumed all year. So it's crazy. It's so crazy. It's crazy how good it looks, mm-hmm. how g- good it sounds. Yeah. It was. Uh, I've only watched the first episode so far. Have you watched it at all, Mo? Nope. It's unreal. I didn't. Like <laughs> I know, I had heard that that those sessions were like really tumultuous, but didn't sound as bad as no. people have, like yeah the, i think the legend took over after a while but like you can see paul trying to lead everybody yeah and everybody not wanting to be led i think john was like seemed like he was okay with it yeah he was also fucking in the middle of a drug thing but he was probably super high <laughs> all the time <laughs> yeah so he seemed <laughs> like all right whatever <laughs> yeah uh george was definitely resistant yeah, George and, didn't want that. And Ringo was also just like, he was like almost furniture. He was just like, yeah, okay, whatever. But yeah, like Ringo definitely just seemed like he was like happy to be part of the Beatles. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but I'm excited to watch the other two. Oh, it's so good. It was, so for me, um, Let It Be, the original cut of this movie was, was, was just called Let It Be. And I, that was the first Beatles anything I had ever seen or heard. Which I, I haven't seen that. So, um, And that came out like back in the 70s, but a family friend bought over like a Betamax bootleg of it when I was <laughs> nice. like four years old. And I remember sitting in my family's living room watching that, and I was just fucking mesmerized. I was like, who are these guys, right? Um, and I, I didn't really, I was little, right? So I didn't understand like all the, di- like what was going on like interpersonally between the Beatles. I just thought the music was fucking awesome um so seeing this was intense man and seeing them just like pull these songs out of thin air at some point yes where you're like this is like a legendary classic song and you literally see paul just fucking around on a guitar and then he's like all right i think i got something here and then they sit down and they fucking start hammering it out like they're all having crazy conversations or just conversations about whatever paul's in the corner like playing let it be for the first time (laughs) like what (laughs) yeah like that's crazy um it's an it was fun it's like an intense examination of not only like the creative process but like the dynamic of like a group you know in that creative process you know um being like creative together and dealing with the group dynamic and this person contributing this while the other person contributes that um and you know like just happens to be the fucking greatest rock and roll band of all time doing it, you know, in front of you for eight hours, you know, so it's nuts. Anyway, that's that. You should watch it, Mo. I mean, it's it's oh, a commitment. Yeah. It's no, fucking I start, eight hours I, long. I opened it up to watch it. I was like, oh, there's four episodes and they're two hours each. So I'm yeah. going to close this and I'm yeah. going to watch something else, like maybe an episode of Community. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
it's a commitment, but I, I want to watch it again. I'm probably going to watch it again in the next couple I've weeks. I've just been just doing puzzles so and having it on in the background. Oh. I can't oh. look away, though. For me, I'm just, like, transfixed by it. You yeah. Know? I get that. Yeah. Um, Only Murders in the Building. Oh, yes. yeah. Also on my list. That's a good one. Yeah, That's my so number fun. one mm. for this year. <clears throat> that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um. I'm I'm just a sucker for comedy murder mysteries, you know, in general, like Clue and Private Eyes. And I want to know how Steve Martin and Martin, Martin Short. Short ended up with Selena Gomez. She did an amazing <laughs> job, right? It seems like like the three of them genuinely ha- are have a friendship. Yeah. And I want to know how the hell that happened. Right? Yeah. Yeah, she did a great job, I thought. I've watched some interviews with the three of them. It's pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. I love it. I love. I love. Sting those. was great. Yeah, <laughs> Sting was great. I mean, another great. I've. I've. I've only recently realized that another thing I love about those murder mystery comedies is that the setting is always contained. Yeah. It's always like in a building yep. or on a train or something like that. It's mm-hmm. not traveling think, all over the place. Right. Yeah, and I think that's what I love most about that shit. It was that show was just so fun. Yeah, I just love those two guys together. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see the second second season. Yeah, know? me neither. I'm I'm super yeah. interested to see how they're going to pull it off. And this isn't a spoiler at all, but like, I love that they kind of held off on Steve Martin doing physical comedy till like really late in the <laughs> yeah, series. Yeah, because he like plays the straight man for almost the entire show. Right. Uh-huh. And then towards the end, he does physical comedy, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, that guy is still like, yeah, he can still do it." Like, yeah, yeah, it's so good. It is, it is, and I thought it was great because y- other than like, I know they toured together recently and stuff, but you don't yep. see those two guys very often no. these days. No, you know? so it was good to see them again. I mean, Martin know? Short, I think, has been in a lot. Has he? Like, I haven't seen him in much. He's, he's in the morning show. He plays the oh, sleaze ball in the morning show. He plays oh. like a Me Too producer director that's like a real dirt ball oh nice uh and he was he's just in another show that i was listening to a podcast and they were talking about it crap what was that i haven't seen that one yeah i don't know i gotta look i'm gonna i gotta that's, look it up. that's our next podcast what else you got dave crap um, what was that? i have two left reservoir dogs dogs reservoir dogs reservation dogs yeah reservation dogs yeah, yeah, yeah. Reservation on, Docs. On my list as well. Really good. Yeah, that one's really good. See that one, Mo? No. You should check it out. It's on Hulu. Okay. Um, it's about, what, four kids on a reservation? Yep. With aspirations to move to California. All right. Start a band? No. Oh. Just to get the fuck off the res. Oh, okay. And it goes places. Yep. Really yeah, good. yeah, it does. It's really good. Yeah, it's really good. It, 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 it's, it's an entirely... Sh- written by native americans or okay um and like acted by native yeah. americans the crew's native american like um and it shows reservation life in a way that you haven't seen before you've never seen it before yeah, yeah. like in a really yeah. fun way yeah you know like <clears throat> you can uh, it it really shows how it could be a tight knit community mm-hmm. with everything else around them right different the closest i've ever seen to it wasn't on tv but it was that um uh graphic novel series scalped oh, i haven't it's I haven't. so good i've got the whole collection i'll totally lend it to you it's right, really cool. good it's a, yeah. it's but it's more like a crime noir kind of i'm down with that drama but it's yeah. so good 
Um, and it's all it all takes place on the reservation. So that's that's the closest comparison I can make to it. Uh, Martin Shorts and Schmigadoon. Oh, Schmigadoon. Right. Yeah, you know, did you guys watch that? No. no. I watched the first episode and... Oh, I thought it was just like a one-shot no. thing. No, it's... They're like 20 or 30-minute episode, like a TV show, series. Oh, okay. And... Did you like it? I <laughs> was having a hard time finding inspiration to continue. <laughs> oh, and dang. I have not made it past the first Bummer. episode. All right. So All right. I'm not saying you shouldn't check it out. It's just, yeah. I don't know. All right. What else you got, Dave? It, feels, li- yeah, oh, sorry. it feels more like it should be a, a one-off as opposed to well, a that's series. That's what I thought it was, yeah. Oh. Right? Like, if it were an hour, the whole thing were an hour long, or just an hour and a half. Sure, like a, they shouldn't have just, stretched that into eight episodes. Yeah, like just a standard ninety-minute movie would be plenty, I think. For well, I don't know. I mean, and uh, this is coming from someone who's not watched more than one episode. But yeah. no, that's right. Like, I, mean, I got real tired of episode. looking at it. Oh, real fast. Oh. I was like, oh, this is going to be hard to watch. That's tough when it's a twenty-minute episode and you already are sick yeah. of it. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> um. The only other, the only other show I had on there was Ted Lasso. Yep. Oh my god, the best. So good. This season that is a religious experience. It is. The second season wasn't as good as the first season. I thought. I, I hear a lot of people saying that, and I'm like, I think it's fine. But no, I loved it still. <laughs> yeah. I just like the first season of Ted Lasso is probably in my top ten. Yeah. Well, first ca- the characters were so much. Well, one, it's new. Yeah. But the characters, like, they really focus on the personalities of the players more than they did in the second season yeah the second season was more really about like his the coaches yeah. and, and their yeah and the dynamics and, between uh, yeah, the coaches, and, yeah and their personal lives uh-huh. and that's not as great as you know danny rojas <laughs> yeah. danny rojas danny rojas danny rojas jamie tart yeah 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 but the christmas episode was so freaking good yeah yeah they're they're oh so sorry the Christmas episode yeah yeah it was it was the one where they all end up at the yeah. one of the coaches' houses yeah or the, like the, 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 the like finance guy yeah the finance guy yeah. Yep. yeah yeah that one was a good one oh, this is a big nerf fight that is a it's good delicious holy crap uh, you it's guys smoky. didn't notice through the magic of yes. editing but we stopped mid sentence and Dave made us another <laughs> drink it was nuts and we call it stuff of the year it's really good yeah. that. That half ounce of white rum. Yeah, that's that pushed it. it over the edge. That's it. Um, the thing about Ted Lasso is there are a few shows out there that I watch that I never want to end. That's right? one of them. As I'm watching like mid-episode. Yeah. I If I'm watching it on my phone, I'll tap my phone to see how much time is uh-huh. left because I'm like, I don't want this to end. I just want it to keep going. Yep. And yep. Ted Lasso is one of those shows because it's just such a fucking heartwarming. Like, yep. Even, even when there's conflict, like with that little prick fucking Nate. Yep. Like I still want it to go on, you know, because it's still heartwarming and pleasant, you know. There's something really beautiful about the way he has interpreted that character. Yeah. And Nate? No. Um mm. Ted Lasso. Yeah. Like Sudeikis, yep. right? Yeah. Um it, it, almost as if it's sort of an instruction manual in how to handle uh the, my your neighbor. Yeah, it could be yeah. like it thing. could be schmaltzy. 
You know, it could be. It, it could be super. It could sweet, go too like away. saccharine, sweet, yeah. and yeah. stupid. And he rides that line really well. Yeah. Where he yeah. could just tip it a little bit, and you'd be like, "Fuck you with this corny bullshit." Yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's really good. He yeah. Go, he never. He never fully falls on the wrong side. I, this is a spoiler, so that's fine. Well, I'm, they've had enough time. I'm warning people right now. Yeah. The one thing that I didn't like about the second season is I felt like they made Nate's transition to evil too fast. Oh, totally. Yeah. And it's just because seasons now are only 10 episodes. Yep. Yeah. If they would have had 15 or 20 yeah. or whatever, they could have easily stretched it out and you would have been like, oh, he's super evil. Yeah, he turned hard. Oh, like yeah. Like, fucking hard like left turn. All of a sudden he was super angry and you're yeah. like, what? Yeah. Like, you're, I did. I, I, you're, I, yeah, yeah, I did remember that. I do remember that thinking that same thing. It was like, what? Like, I get it, but and wow. And I think it's just like the writers that, don't like have enough just, time. Yeah. yeah. Well, And when he gave... Again, we're kind of spoiling a little bit, but when he gave, he had the confrontation with Ted and kind of gave his rationale for why he was such a little prick, yeah. I was like, that's not strong enough. No. Like, yeah. I, like no. And, and I don't see how that happened unless there's a bunch of shit that happened off camera that right. the audience didn't see. Right. 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 But, like, Ted was nothing but nice to this guy and, right. like, gave him a shot. And he was a fucking, basically a jock washer. Yeah, he was this a is, boy. <laughs> yeah. This is kind of like, Complaining that the perfect cupcake had five sprinkles too sh- too less. <laughs> yeah, like right? the the show's awesome. Yeah, it's a great show. Yeah, great show. Um, love it. And that was your last one. Yeah, that was it. Mo, you got any shows you want to throw on the pile? Well, those were some of those were on mine. I uh, I also watched. Uh, I guess it was new, uh, new episodes. Yeah. The what we do in the shadows. Yeah. Oh, I started so that series this year, it. but I haven't gotten too far. I'm so, halfway through season one. Okay. Well, uh, how are you feeling about it right now? I like it. Okay. I like it. I like the fucking uh, dude who sucks all the energy out of people. Yeah. yeah energy vampire. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's been in other fine. things too. I can't remember what. Yeah. He's good in everything he does. It, 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 uh, like he be, it's cool. Like <laughs> it, that, that, I, I couldn't figure out, like, what is his purpose? Yeah. Just other than kind of being a punching bag, you know? I, th- I think the last episode Colin I saw. Colin Robinson. <laughs> I think the last episode I saw was and I I'm forgetting the guy's name, but you you know who I'm talking about. They went to the club that was run by the vampire yeah. who was played by the yep. dude from yep. the, 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 the league. football sh- the league show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what up. is his oh, name? Nick, Nick Kroll. Kroll. Nick yeah. Kroll, yeah. That's I think that's the last episode I saw. And then I got sucked into a different show that I'm gonna talk about yeah. and I haven't gone back yet. So So I watched I mean I saw the movie, right? Uh, with yeah. you and Hilden, I think. Uh, no, or was it Dave, him? Dave, yeah. Okay. Well, so uh, I was still right. Yeah, he's still yeah, yeah, Hilden. Uh, Hilden. Yeah. And uh not really all that excited about going to see it because just horror yeah. flicks in general, like it's not a horror movie, no. obviously, as yeah. it would turn out. Um, it's like, oh my God, this is hilarious. The Office yeah. with Vampires. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, it's so funny. And uh, I think I like the show better than the movie, I, at least what I, I've seen of the show. Yes. I did not feel that way after the first episode. Right. I watched the first episode and I kind of struggled. There's, they're not super short. Yeah. Like they're not 20 minute yeah, things. Yeah, right. I was having a hard time getting to the end. Like this is just a lot of who this person is, and yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know if I can do this. Yeah, like it, it was just moving way too slow. Yeah, but you know, Stuck walked away. It. I w- walked away for about a week. Yeah, came back and then just plowed through. And by the time I got to the second season, like okay, you know. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. Second season was great. Third See, season was great too. I gotta watch, Craig's loving it. I gotta watch I watched the first season and maybe a couple episodes into the second season and I stopped for some reason. I gotta go back. Yeah. Because there's the third season now, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. And yeah. it's it's really cool. 
Um, yeah, it's very cool. And the ending to the season is fantastic. Don't yeah. spoil no, that. No, one, and that's man. one of those like oh, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> that's you know that that's <laughs> awesome, and and sets up continuation. Right, yeah, it's yeah. a great setup for another season. Yeah, it's a great um, show, man. Yeah, I love it. I, I like. I will go back to it. I, I totally I love the energy between the the husband and wife. Yeah, Nadia and I can't I remember his <laughs> yeah. his name. But okay. yeah. do you guys have this problem where like you could watch an episode or a, a TV show for ten seasons and you still forget the names of the main characters? Absolutely, because oh, you're yeah, like, what's that sure. guy's name? Yeah, yeah. Even no. though he's been in every single episode, I and you love him. My brain with Max's brain. Max's brain is like a sponge, and he remembers everything. Yeah, yeah. Same like, with oh Zach. My gosh, I well, that's because they're children. Any- yeah, yeah. That will change. Yeah, I think yeah. it's changed for me. Yeah, I can't. I what's your name again? Like I fucking. <laughs> yeah. I, I have the worst memory ever. <laughs> name my kids right now. Uh, Teddy, uh, Eleanor, oh, and Max. I, nice. I thought it was an opportunity to name them. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, yes, yeah. Um, Waldorf, claptrap, and. <laughs> Hong Shanks. Oh, I texted uh, you that, uh, but you didn't respond. How? What? Uh, Teddy was talking. He was like, "Oh, I, I missed chaos. that." Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, Max and Max was. You de- just said chaos broke out. So yeah, more yes, detailed. Maybe. Yes. So Max was DMing a dungeon, <laughs> a Dungeons and Dragons game with Max. With Teddy. Max was the DM. Teddy was it playing, and Eleanor yeah. and the neighbor girl were playing. Oh, that's and, awesome. And, and the refresher and, here is yes. Max's. Ten, nine, nine? ten, ten. Yeah. Uh, Teddy is four. four. Wait, Max is six. ten. Yeah, yeah. He's only a year and a half younger than Zach. Yeah, he just turned ten in November. Okay, so yeah, Jesus. When we yeah. were at Midwest Gaming Classic, that was like his That's golden right. birthday so weekend. Crazy. So the DM is ten. The players are four. Eleanor is six. seven, six, and, and the neighbor girl is nine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this is That's awesome. Eight, Look what you've wrought. Oh, it's yeah. so good. So they're playing, right? No. <laughs> and Max is like, chaos breaks out across the land. And Teddy, like a prayer, <laughs> says, thank you, chaos. <laughs> thank you, chaos. And I'm like, oh, that seems like right up Teddy's <laughs> yeah, alley right there. Dude, he was like, oh. oh that's so awesome. <laughs> See, these things uh, just bring me so much joy. Yeah. All right, Mo, you got any other shows? Uh, I don't know that I can. Oh. Hentified. Have you watched that on Netflix? No. I've never even heard, never of, heard of that. Yeah, it's good. Uh, with Hen- well, with a, with a G. It's a Spanish pronounce. Oh, Spanish okay. word. <coughs> like gentrified, but yeah. hentified. Mm. Okay, I have seen a trailer for that. Yeah, so it's about a family that owns a, a taqueria. And Dave, take those crack balls out of my sight. I know. Yeah. I kind of want to eat some more right yeah. now. Move them. Do you want to? Do, do you want a few more? Give me four more. Yeah. You take four more. We should just finish the bag. Fuck you, Dave. I ate like a whole barrel of cheese balls with like Mo a- last night, and with Mo, I mean while he watched. That's true. <laughs> but I, mean, I had two, <laughs> and my dick in the other hand, and the cheese balls. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically the how Coke it went. bottle. It's, I mean, we got like twenty left in there. Just. I'm Come not on. eating 10. I don't want to take that bag home. Uh, so. Mo, you're going to have some of these. Okay. Well, you can leave them here. You're going to you more, right? Yentrified or hentrified or whatever Hentrified. the fuck. Uh, trying to keep us on track because we got like another hour and a half to yeah. go. Yeah, we're going to have to. It's, gr- it's great. <laughs> and my son just called saying, Daddy, where are you? You can just leave them here. I'll, I'll eat yeah, them later. All right, but all right. It's a family that owns a taqueria. Um, dad is the owner. Son and cousin are sort of the next generation. One of them is in culinary school and working at a fancy ass restaurant yeah. where, <clears throat> you know, he is, of course. So they're, they're, um, I think they're Mexican. 
her- uh, yeah, their Mexican heritage. And of course, he's so he's like culinary school guy, right? And the other guys in the kitchen are just guys in the kitchen. Uh-huh. You know, they're cooks in the kitchen yeah. that yeah. don't have any formal training and none of them have documentation either. And the owner of the restaurant is a colossal asshole. Yeah. The chef. Um so there's that part of it and then you know who's going to take over the taqueria things happen it's just an interesting is it I, funny or is it you like know, it's, there, there are moments of yeah drama it's dramedy maybe like there's moments of lightheartedness but it's not a comedy okay um but i like i really i like the characters a lot yeah cool and there's just a lot of layers to what's is going on is there just on. one season i'm not sure I want to say there's I want to say there's more than one, but I'm not I don't remember. All right. So I'm only I'm maybe like four episodes in, but they're longer episodes. I think those are like forty five minutes. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. a good one. I only I only have a few that we haven't mentioned. One is the new season of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh yeah, that was really funny. I loved it. Uh, even an okay episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm is still great to me. It's like a comfort blanket. There were some things in there this season where I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no one is like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and even when I'm like, oh my gosh. Uh I'm still like it's it's Larry David doing what Larry David does and I'm yeah. happy that he's still doing it. I'm happy yeah, those guys are still too. still out there doing it, even though it sounds like Jeff Garland's on the verge of getting knee too'd, but <laughs> so hopefully <laughs> hopefully he didn't fucking break too many rules because I, I Is he? Uh, yeah, he, he he's not gonna be what's that show he's on? The the sitcom on the ABC. Goldberg's or yeah, something? he got punted off that apparently. He did. Yeah, because apparently, I mean, apparently he says shit, and they're like, "All right, Jeff, enough's enough." He kind of comes off of a dirt ball. Oh, on the show for sure. On the show, and I'm kind of thinking maybe he's, that's not acting. Yeah, <laughs> like that's right? not that far off from and who he really is as a person. Yeah, and his response to it all was, "Whatever, man. I've I've, I've been pulled into HR like the past four seasons on this show. Oh, I'm a comedian. It's what I do." Oh gosh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So anyway, that's too bad. Yeah, yeah. but uh, nevertheless, like I, I love the season. I love fucking Leon. Leon's great. God, like they lucked out when they pulled Leon onto that show on that one season. Um, where the black JB Smooth, JB Smooth, because he he has no purpose. No, no purpose. He he lives in the backyard. No, and they pull him in there because his chemistry with Larry is so great. Yeah, that they realize that and they're like, we can't get rid of him. It's that that makes the show. Yeah, oh, it's really great. Yeah. Um, the other one uh, is Hacks on HBO. Oh, I've heard good things about that. Just finished watching this. We watched the whole season with Grandma Jean this past week. Nice. It's great. Uh, you should watch it. It's one of the best shows I've seen all year. Um, it's about an aging comedian, um, who uh, works in Las Vegas. She's got a residency in Las Vegas, and she's been around since like the seventies. Uh, and, uh, and then the other, her co- the co-star is this, um, comedy writer who has been fired from her show because she wrote like a tweet that people didn't like. So yep. she got fucking canceled or whatever. Um, uh, Deborah Vance is the name of the, like the old school comedian and she's played by Jean Smart. I don't know if she's won any awards for this role, but she should. Like, wow. she's so right. good. Like, she fucking rules in this thing. Um, you guys would love it. I think you'd really That's like it. That's only one season of that, right? Yeah, or but they're making that. another one. Okay. 
Um, and it ends on like not really a cliffhanger, but like a we're gonna do more. We're gonna have sure. more adventures together. Yeah. Um, really good. Sounds like a cliffhanger to me. Am <laughs> uh, <and laughs> <I> right? <laughs> yeah. uh, F is for family. Just ended. Oh yeah. Uh, the Bill Burr. I lost track of that one. Is that a cartoon? It is. It is the Bill Burr animated cartoon. Uh, it has its kind of ups and downs. Yep. As I feel I have with Bill Burr. Just yeah. I was going to say, I don't yep. really like Bill Burr, guys. He's he's harsh, but I think he's brilliant. Like, he's there's no question that he's a fucking skilled comedian, right? Like, he's a master of his craft, right? Um, he, he sometimes, like, he it's like, it's like fingernails on a chalkboard a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, but well, sometimes he swings and he just flat out misses. Yeah, exactly. He was it's funny just, in uh, King of Staten Island. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff, and he's typically very good. Um, he he was in Reservation Dogs. He was the dude who did the driver's <laughs> oh, yeah, ed test. Yeah. He was really good. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I so forgot. When he yeah. shows up and shows, no, I like him in little things like that. I just yeah. I'm not sure I like his stand up. Like he showed up in Mandalorian once. Yeah, yep. and that I was, was like, good. yeah, it's fucking Bill Burr. Yeah, or when he showed up in Breaking Bad, I'm like, holy fuck, it's Bill Burr. <laughs> um, he had like a recurring role. He's got as, a great agent. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this People last season. This last season, though, and it's the final season of F is for Family, really good. Um, his character, who's just a total fucking prick, uh, I'm not going to say he has, like, a redemption arc, but, like, you kind of get to understand him a little more, and there are some just fucking belly laughs in this, sure. in this season. Really funny shit. Um, and finally, the last show uh, that I discovered this year is Letterkenny. <laughs> Rarely have I come across something that I just feel like I belong watching this or, you know, like it's yeah. just uh, like and they just released season 10 a few days ago and I'm on season eight and I've slowed down my pace because I don't want it to end. I don't I don't want to I don't want to catch up because I love these characters so much. Um, this is basically if Meryl was in Canada and and even the assholes in Merrill were fucking nice, cool people that yeah. you wanted to hang out with. Um, it's a small, it's a, you know, it's about a s- small town of five thousand people in in uh, Ontario. I d- what? Yeah, I don't think I can do it. It's so good. It's so good. I don't think I can do it because it's all. A, I, I'm not gonna say it's all, but a lot of it is wordplay. So it's very jokey, right? So they're like kind of punny. Yeah. And they'll, a lot of it is you like, it, it's like, it's like they'll spend five minutes just telling this joke and it'll be like repeating, like doing wordplay and, and like everybody taking turns with this joke and whatnot. Like um, the producers, <laughs> no, sorry, the aristocrats. That's the joke. Mm. Uh, I've been out for a while, but, <laughs> but I love these characters so much. So it revolves around a, like these different groups of characters. So it's the Hicks. They're the main characters. Yep. The it's, jocks and the nerds. It's the skids, and they're like the meth heads who sell drugs oh. and stuff around town and dance outside the dollar store. I thought they'd be the risky shitters. They break dance outside <laughs> the dollar skids. store. That's what that's a group that's a group that the group that Mo would belong to. Like the rope. Ones, the yeah. group yeah, that you, Mo would you, belong yeah, to. The, break the ones who break dance Absolutely. outside the dollar store. And then they're nah, uh, we're more of a top like a seven eleven Tom Thumb kind of <laughs> Circle and, K. Yeah. And then there are the two hockey players, Riley and Jonesy. Um, and, uh, and then another character kind of comes in, 
uh, later on called uh, Shorzy. Jeez, and spoilers. That, and that's yeah, where right? that's where we got carried away that one day in the chat room where it was all Shorzy jokes. That's when I was just like, I'll come back tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. Yeah. All <laughs> Shorzy jokes. Is it like Shorzy Shorzy? Shorzy, <laughs> Shorzy is so popular. Uh, you, we've never seen his face. He's played by the main character, Wayne, but you, his, his face is like obscured. Um, you've yeah. never seen his face. It's like Wilson from... Yeah, you know, home improvement. Yeah, you've <laughs> yeah. never seen his face, but he's so popular that they're uh, working on a spinoff series. I have no idea how they're going to do it because you've never seen his face. All he does is one-liners and farts. That's it. But they're making an entire show wow. around him. Uh, Letter Kenny is like my new favorite thing. I love it so much. Um, for a while, it was like I'm going to go lay down, watch Letter Kenny, and go to bed. But I'm I'm getting too close to the to being caught up, and wow. I don't, I don't want right. to be caught up. I love this show so much. So anyway, let's read another one. Oh man, I forgot we got to read this. <laughs> <Yeah>. too. <laughs> All right, it's from Tex. Should I just get out my bedroll? <laughs> Maybe. It'll be a long episode tonight. 2021 has been a year of some weird fucking shit, boys. Boys, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Just like Letter Kenny. <laughs> well, th- wait, hold on, hold on. That's I'm the other thing. Finish the sentence. <laughs> That's the other there thing. There have been some emotional roller coasters. Okay, I will also say that Letter Kenny is what I imagine hanging out with Tex might be like. Um, and <laughs> well, that's did, another reason we why we did I that love once it. for an evening through our computers. Through a computer. Oh yeah, through our. Computers. And that's another reason I love it is because I'm like I think Tex would fucking be. I think it would be like hanging out with this guy. So anyway, go ahead. Here are some of my favorite things that went down, and we'll suppress the bad things and eventually get an ulcer. Album of the year. <clears throat> I want to give this to ABBA for just even putting an album out. <laughs> They've got some funky AR concerts. Funky AR concerts. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Uh, planned out f- or planned for next year. That should be pretty wild. Yeah. So you can like. It's like you're there. You don't have to go there. You can just like watch it, and it'll feel like you're there. The AR? Yeah. What does that mean? So like, you, 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 let's say you hold out your camera. Is there? Is this short? Ab, Abba will be in your fucking living room. But what does it stand for? AR? Uh, all, uh, not? Uh, is it altered reality or augmented? Uh, augmented. augmented that's reality, it. Augmented. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Iron Maiden also just put an album out that I wouldn't call a barn burner at first. But after a few listens, it grows on you. Oh, and that album cover is metal as fuck. But just a note to Steve Harris. And Iron Maiden Two Made minutes of intros what? and outros mm-hmm. in 2021 are some old school shit, man. I applaud you for kicking it, but dang. <laughs> also, Taylor Swift is kicking some butt with her re-recordings. Not Adele's, yep. new, Adele's new album is neat. I Correct. Not, I agree. Not buying that T-Swift shit. Oh, dude, it's good. Though I haven't had much They're time with it. You should buy it just to support the cause. Yes. Never mind Spotify. Uh, Adele, how about you put the damn thing out on cassette for your pal Tex? <laughs> the years of material they put on it. No, I skipped something. The Offspring also put out an album that is actually all right. It's disjointed as Get Out. I assume it's because of the nine years of material they put on it. It's actually back half heavy with standouts like the Opiate Diaries, Hassan Chop, and the catchy as heck, We Never Have Sex Anymore. Oh, dang. Movie of the year. Ty. She's all that and the groomsmen. Both are Matthew Lillard flicks and man. Matthew Re- Lillard like fucking shaggy? I don't know. That's what it says. <laughs> Matthew Lillard. That yeah. makes sense. And it I'm checks re- out. And I'm realizing how much I dig that guy. Yeah, I uh, like him, you a, know. A he was good in Scream. Sure. Of his and groomsmen actually changed my outlook on life back in the day. TV show of the year. 
MTV is the challenge. You know what? This season wasn't the hottest thing, but this show just continues to be fun. It's not heavy. You've got the occasional drunken kissing, the inevitable fights. It's just an enjoyable watch. Car of the year, Porsche 911. Have I ever driven one? No. I have tax. I would agree. It's worth it. Have I ever <laughs> touched one? No. But this car is a get-bang specimen, especially inspired by Magnus Walker. His book, uh, Dirt Don't Slow You Down, and his movie, Urban Outlaw. If you're bored and want 30 minutes of L.A. car c- culture shot, that stands for Los Angeles, uh, shot through the prism of a guy who looks more like Rob Zombie than Rob Zombie, check out Urban Outlaw on YouTube. Honorable mention goes to Ford for the EV 1979 Ford F-150 that they created for SEMA. Don't know what that is. They knocked that thing out of the park. Yeah, I drove a Porsche uh, 911 once, and it was a, that was a lot of fun. It right. is truly like, you know, that stupid, it corners like it's on rails. Oh, it really does. Yeah. Like, you, I don't, you don't need brakes if <laughs> going around a corner. 90-degree <laughs> yeah. corners, doesn't matter. Yeah. Just sticks to the road, just power through it. Session of the year. Here we go. I'm going to suck Christian James' hand dry yet again. Yeah. His session for Blackened, right? Yep, yep Blackened yep. featured a bass up, a mix of Jason's actual bass st- stems. Yeah, let me know when you're done with this part. Okay, <laughs> there's a lot that I'm confused <laughs> yeah, with here, though. And it was transformative. He did an interview with Toby Wright this week, who produ- who's not Toby McGuire, right. who produced the Justice album, not the Justice League album. It's a different studio. And it was fun as Get Out. Edit Blink-182's I Miss You had me crying this week. All right. Beautiful. Uh, no. Oh, oh so God damn it. It's beautifully done. Oh, okay. Can I? Can N- I now I'm done. All right. So uh, under my internet stuff, I had Christian James' hand on there as well. And Tex, uh, credit where credit's due, uh, Tex was telling me about Christian James' hand for ages. Like he kept like bombarding me with, you need to check this out. You need to check this out. And finally I did, and I've seen the light. Uh, Mo, I think I've told you about Christian James' hand. He's the guy who does these things called the sessions on Instagram where he breaks down songs yeah, yeah. and he takes them track by track, but they're you know they're called stems, right? So yep. individual tracks, and he'll lay it out for you and explain to you, like, here's what he's doing here. Holy fuck, isn't that amazing? And you hear aspects of songs that you've been listening to maybe for decades sure. that you've never, never heard. heard before. Yeah. And the best thing that he did, well, he did two things this past year that I really fucking loved. First one was he laid out Midlife Crisis by Faith No More, which is has a whole bunch of samples and shit in there. A sample of Cecilia by, you know, Cecilia, you're breaking my heart. That's how fucking um, uh, uh, Midlife Crisis opens along with Mike Borden's awesome drums, but... He lays it all fucking out, and you hear all this shit that you've never heard before. Okay. Um, and then, so he talked about Blackened yep. uh, from and Justice for All. So a little bit of context, and Justice for All was, uh, like, Metallica's last big, like, album yeah. before they yep. went to the Black album. Yep. It was, like, the end of that cycle of Metallica where they were fucking thrash metal. Right. But what they did was they put it out, and they had just hired Jason Newstead on bass, and they put out a short EP with him after their original, or I guess kind of original bass player died, they put out a short EP with him that was really good, 
And then they put out And Justice for All, which was his first proper album. But they shut off the fucking bass almost completely so he can't hear it because Lars was like, I want my drums to sound this stupid fucking way. And it's all tinny and fucking. Yeah, it's all it's that album is all high end, zero low end. Yeah. And so what Christian James Hand did was he took all the individual tracks and he's like, hey, do you want to hear Jason Newstead's bass? Because here it is. And it's fucking incredible. Of course. And so you're listening to it, and you're like, I've never, I've been listening to this album for 30 years. I've never heard it like this. Yeah, well, literally nobody's ever heard it. Yeah, nobody's <laughs> ever heard it like this. And then at the end, he's like, okay, well, I'm going to do my own mix of it. Doink, here we go. And you're just like, whoa. Yeah. As cool as the song was, this is how it should have fucking sounded. And luckily, someone was there ripping the fucking, because he doesn't. Uh, archive these yeah. because he doesn't have the rights to yeah, it. Yeah. So he does them live and then they're gone. Yeah. So someone. Oh, was that's d- why he doesn't archive it? I thought yeah. it was like a pretentious thing. No, well, I mean, that might be part of it, but it's also like if he does well, archive them, he'll get sued. Yeah. I mean, not, he's using not big, pretentious. But if he's but, using know. big, big name stuff like that, that's yeah, smart. They'll sue his fucking balls yep. off. Um, and Metallica so, would. Yeah. So anyway, somebody did um, rip it. So you can, if you Google uh, Christian James Hand and, and Blackened, you'll find it on YouTube. It's fucking mind blowing how good that song is when it's properly mixed. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, so thank you, Tex, for turning me on to the sessions because um, it's fucking like changed my outlook on so many songs. And there's a podcast because every Monday he does um, a radio show in L.A. Uh, every Monday morning, and um, then they archive it and they post it to you know iTunes or whatever. It's Do really you watch good. like the full two hours when he does a session? It depends. Like, if it's a song I'm super interested in, like Blackened or Midlife Crisis, I'll just fucking, I'll tell Christy, I'm like, I'm going to go in the bedroom. Don't bother me. I'll be For back. For two hours? Yeah, totally. Wow. Because, like, uh, with those songs, like, some of those songs, like Midlife Crisis and Black, and those are songs that, like, I've grown up with. Yeah. And, he and does let him sit for 24 hours, so you could you do have time yeah. to. Yeah, it's really good. All right, I'm going to keep going. We got a lot. Yeah. Game of the year. Papers, please. I randomly started <laughs> playing this game one night when I couldn't sleep and was instantly sucked back into the lore of the fictional communist checkpoint. Yeah, I remember talking to... We, we talked about that with Hilden. Yeah, I was going to say that ago. game came yeah, out a it long, was a long time, time ago. You know what? Simpsons skateboarding for PS2 is also up there. <laughs> My two-year-old loves watching me play that once in a while. It's actually not as janky as it seems at first. It does control differently than Tony Hawk, but once you get used to it, you only fall down half as much. Feeling of the year. What the fuck is going on? It's not my favorite feeling, but kind of the general consensus. Favorite butt, Ty. 1967 Sophia Loren and Mo. Damn right. Ooh, wow. No, he's right about that. I mean, you do compare. All right. Do you, next next contributor or next category? That's yeah, the, that's yeah, the end of no, text. I, I, I'll give another one here. All right. Gruel. Best movies. Those Who Wish Me Dead. Uh, Angelina Jolie and Bernthal combined for a kick-ass combo. Really? No Time to Die. Absolutely love the new Bond. Nobody. Awesome spiritual successor to Taken, which I ate up wholeheartedly. Epic Final Act teaming up with Christopher Lloyd. Best Games. Imposter Factory. Nice final chapter to Finding Paradise and to the Moon. Ultimate Chicken Horse. Older game, but played a ton of multiplayer of this game this year. Demon's Tilt. Just a killer demonic pinball. And playing it on the theatrical screen this year yep. left a great impression on me. Love it. Nice. Uh, Kentucky Rotate Zero. Trippy mind bender of a Kentucky game. Kentucky Road Trip Zero. Oh, rot- 
Kentucky Route Zero. Route Zero, yes. What did I say? You said rotate. Rotate, <laughs> yeah. How about that? Kentucky Route Zero, trippy mind bender of a game, but I finally got around to getting through this one, and it always had me clueless on what to expect next. And it's one of my favorite indie game art styles to get wrapped up in. Best music, Tron Legacy OST Vinyl. Probably got some recency bias on this one uh, due to jamming out to it a lot this past week. Metallica Through the Never. So thrilled to finally see this on Netflix this year because it was nearly impossible to track down otherwise. I got into this extended music video presentation of a guy surviving a city turned into chaos, all in the order to deliver Metallica a package of great stuff. Best Other, finally upgrading phones after five years from Galaxy S7 to an S21. Wow, these phones can hold a charge. And I finally played my first main mobile game in many years with Mario Kart Tour, which is a pretty good representation of it on mobile. All right. Iceman? Uh, no, let's move on. All right. We'll get to Iceman. Uh, where are we at here? We are at music. Dave, lay it on me. Oh, man. I wasn't prepared for music. But let's start with Iceman's music. It's right at the okay. top. Yeah, let's do that. Saskadelphia, the tragically hip. This oh, is yeah. a six-track EP of unreleased songs from the hip's recordings of for the 91 album Road Apples. This was far and away the most uh, my most played album of 21. There has been a huge hole in Canadian songwriting since Gord Downey's death. This helped fill that hole a bit. Honorable mention, Crooked Hill, Cam Cole, and Power Trio, Danko Jones. All right. Man, I'm all about Silk Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Dave, music. Uh, I really embraced Grateful Dead this year. Yeah. Listen to a lot of the dead. Um, a lot of lady singers this year. Yeah, Middle Kids, they're an Australian band. I saw them at uh, oh shoot, not First Avenue, but they own First Avenue, not Seventh Street Entry. I mean, First Avenue owns just about everything. Yeah, these days, so Turf Club, fucking Fine Line. Oh, it was Fine Line. There you go. Uh, that was great, great show. Julian Baker. All right. Uh, Gordy, another Australian band. All right. Sounds like a Canadian guy. Yeah. No, it's a lady singer. <laughs> um, trying to think. What else? Some stand, some standards. Coheed and Cambria put out some new songs this year that I love. Manchester Orchestra put out a new album that I love. Boom. Short and sweet. That's all you got. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have much for music this year either. Um, I've got The War on Drugs, their new album. I just uh, listed like 10 bands. What does he want? I what does he want know, from me? I know, right? He's tight. Who is he, who is he typing to I don't know. Right he does now? this every all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought we were recording a podcast. He's, no, he's off he's playing, writing chatting an, with somebody he's writing else. An email? I got on the internet. discording? Updating his grinder profile. I just said The War on Drugs. I don't live here anymore. That's probably my album of the year. It's more. Didn't even. Yeah. No, I'm not well, listening. Dude, dude. I, I don't know anything you said. Like, it, I, I don't know. What am I supposed to comment on shit I've never uh, heard of? Yeah. Just you should nothing. listen to them. It's All just right. nothing. Uh, yeah. I've only got four things. I've got War on Drugs, I Don't Live Here Anymore. Probably my favorite album of the year. It's it's more of the same, but I like it. I like the same. Like, just keep pumping it out. It sounds like 80s, like, uh, uh, influenced uh, stuff, you know? Who are they again? Uh, the War on Drugs. They're it's a band. The, band Grandma Jean loves so much. Band. Yeah. Warren. 
cool, man. <laughs> yeah, I know who the war on drugs are. Let's next band. Yes. Uh, the new Courtney Barnett album. I'm not a hundred percent sold on, but because she goes a bit mellower than I like her. You know, I like her when she's a badass biatch. Uh, it's called Things Take Time, Take Time. Okay, it's pretty good. Uh, Parquet Courts, uh, Gardening Girl from the the chat room turned me on to that oh. band. Uh, their album from 2018 was the one I listened to most of this year, but then they came out with Sympathy for Life, and I really like it. And then finally, Lizzo didn't put out a new album, but she did put out a song, All the Rumors Are True. I really like it. I like everything she does, and I saw her live. It was great. Um, I I saw a few things live. Uh, Christina and I drove fucking 20 hours to see the flaming lips in a bubble. (laughs) That was pretty great. That was a good experience. That was like a let's cleanse ourselves of this COVID bullshit and just fucking drive 10 hours to Oklahoma. Yep. Watch the flaming lips for an hour and 10 minutes and then drive 10 hours back. Yeah. Uh, And then uh, we saw her at the Hollywood Bowl. Nice. Um, It took the kids to that. That was their first like big concert experience. Um, and what a fucking experience it was. Like, how can you like top that really? Like, uh, you know, out under the stars with the Hollywood sign in the background and fucking Hollywood bowl with her, with her just fucking busting, busting shit up. So had some good concert experiences. I did see Phoebe Bridgers at Surly. You did. That's that a great awesome. venue too. It was a great yeah. show. Loved it. Yeah. All right. Mo, you got any music you want to talk about from 2021? Uh, just Silk Sonic, man. That's, that's the stuff. Bruno Mars and I was going to say that's the Bruno Mars stuff. Holy crap, it's good. I just listened to a Bruno Mars Cardi B song. Yeah, today I uh, Bruno Mars is quickly climbing my list of people I wish I could play with, and I mean like just anything like Pinochle, Slapjacks, and cocaine. (coughs) You guys could do cocaine together. Whatever, man. Yeah, if that's what he wants to do, he probably would. Yeah. Um. I was just looking for more music here. Here's one from Tropism. Yeah. Uh, RDR2 soundtrack on vinyl. What is RD? Red Dead Redemption, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Two yeah. soundtrack on yeah. vinyl. He's a big fan of that game. Epic on Discord got me this for 2020 Mojo Menace gift exchange. Maybe I've Eric? I've listened to the music a dozen times while working at home. It's the music that I didn't know I loved. Oh, and then Mojo Pirate Radio. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy listening to my silly friends share their favorite bands and music. The music was pretty darn good. Thanks to Leg for recording them, so those who couldn't make it during the live shows can still listen. Thanks to John for allowing us to participate in the nonsense. And I think that's it for music for submissions from people. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're doing. Yeah. And I also I just got the new Adele album. It's freaking great. I mean, there's a song or two in there that just, it, it's more like the Celine Dion kind of, you know, belting experience, which doesn't do it for me so much, but... Um, man, the songwriting is good. It's really good. Holy crap, is yeah, it good? Yeah, it's good. It's so good. And I, I noticed something about it, too. Like, uh, the recording quality just sounds so good. Yeah, it's not yeah. as... I don't, I don't think it's as compressed. I think oh, that's part of it. Okay. I was trying to figure out what it was, because... Yeah. I don't know. I don't think it's, yeah, better I think it's, equipment or something. No, I, I think it's just not compressed. Cause so if you look at sound wave, like wave files, yeah. If you get, if you can look at somebody's re- you know recording, yeah. They slam everything they it to the top and to the bottom, so that it's just this gigantic bar of sound that blasts through. Yeah. And it, it gets squeezed into this space, and 
you can't hear any definition with anything when it's compressed that heavily. So this allows you to hear like subtleties in in sure. tone and timbre. And it sounds so warm. Yeah. And, and, yep. And, and yeah. It's much more like an analog. Yeah. And it's just a recording technique. They're just mixing differently. Crazy. So yeah. All right. Should we move on to movies? Sure. Yep. Well, Beaver says great movies. All right. Lay it on me, Beaver. A Quiet Place 2. Boss Level. Boss God- Level. Godzilla vs. Kong. Mortal Kombat. F yeah, it says <laughs> after that. The Suicide Squad. 8-Bit Christmas. The two South Park movies. Batman, The Long Halloween, Part 1 and 2. Shit Movies. Tom and Jerry. <laughs> We're talking about shit movies yeah, now? On, That's Beaver. what it says. <laughs> I hated that movie. Beaver, we're working on an hour 20 here, and you're talking <laughs> shit movies. That could have been worse. Tom and Jerry could have been worse. Yeah, it was all right. It was not great. Iceman says, uh, Old Henry. I haven't heard anything about this movie uh, when I stumbled across it. it, but it's a great Western. Okay. Starring huh. uh, Tim... The Tim Tool Blake. Man Taylor. Yeah, yeah. Tim Blake Nelson and Stephen Dorff. Oh, Tim Blake Dorf. Nelson. Gopher Everett. Yeah, it's a slower paced movie, uh, but fucking the story's old brother solid. Art, though. Oh, I've never seen it. It has just oh. the right amount of action. Oh, dang. I know. Come, Come on, on, Dave. Dave. <laughs> I know. It reminds me a bit of Unforgiven, and, and Nelson was particularly good in the lead role of Henry. Honorable mention was The Mitchells versus The Machines. That was a good movie. Yeah, that was good. I've heard good things uh, about it. it. That one went on long for me. I could've, felt like that could have been, been about better. 45 minutes yeah. shorter. Yeah. And Kanto. Encanto was really good. The harder they fall. So Encanto, we just watched that. Um, I have some opinions. I have no issues with the movie. I did not like the music. (laughs) I liked some of the music. I thought the song with the strong sister was great. Yeah, that was good. And about 95% of everything else I thought was borderline garbage. Like, just not good. There was... I think there was like I was very disappointed. So much crammed into the music that I was like, I don't even like they were trying to tell a lot of the story in the music, but there was like but even five people singing at the same time. Yeah, that's I mean that's part of it, but I think they're just not well. It's not well written. Where are the melodies? Where Lin Manuel, man? Yeah, well, uh huh. Well, have you heard anything else he's done? Yeah, I have. Yeah, and it sounds like Hamilton, or rather, in the Heights. Like I I yeah. I'm. Are you calling him a one-trick pony? Uh, He's a goddamn national treasure. Yeah, you yep. shut your mouth, Mo. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. I think they're one-trick pony. Moana. We, we did made, you hear Moana? I did. You didn't like Moana? I didn't dislike it, but I think that maybe we've oversold Lin Manuel. Yeah. Mm. I I love the guy. <laughs> shut her down. I John. just I'm just saying. Who, goddamn who, national treasure. Who right? put who presses the stop button on this podcast? Mo. Yeah. Ugh, damn. He's got the space bar over there. Okay. I'm just I'm just. Yeah. Did you watch Tick Tick Boom? No. That was the one that he directed for Netflix. Yeah. That is it. Great. I really liked it a lot. Yeah, it was good. Is it a musical? Yeah. Okay. Well. I mean, it's a, it's. So the dude who wrote Rent. It's a musical based on his life, but it was written by the guy who wrote Rent. He wrote it before Rent. Sure. So it's all his original music, so it sounds kind of like Rent. Yep. But directed by Lin-Manuel. Well, I'm sure that's fine. Wow. I just don't... Yeah. It's cool. 
Yeah, just I wanted I wanted to love Encanto. Yeah, I know. And I I didn't. I still like the mute. I mean, I still like the story. The story's fine. Yeah. yeah. Animation's great. Yeah. I was just really disappointed by the music. Um movies, others are What are what we talking are, what about? What are you movies? typing over there? What are you typing over there? Mm-hmm. Movies. Tenet. Talking about how much I love This you. from Tropism. Tenet. Tenet. It's a movie about something. Tenant? I mean, that came out like fucking yeah, yeah, two years ago. Yeah, whatever. Stuff happens and then it's happens fine. again with yeah, different okay. camera angles. Then stuff blows up. You probably yeah. have to watch it a few times, get deep in it to fully understand all the nuance and story, the plot, and maybe answer the question why this movie was made. I will not be able to answer those questions because watching this movie <laughs> I once see you typing is, over there, is enough to me. That being said, <laughs> it's uh, a fun watch once, but only once. <laughs> Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> Who knew Hitler was such a cool guy? Also, uh, la- also last year. Yeah. I would ex- I'm looking at my notes right here. doesn't matter. Um, yeah, sure you are. It was on my notes from last year. <laughs> I would explain the movie, but pretty much everyone has seen it, so why bother? Peppermint. Hell hath no wrath like that of a woman scorned. Peppermint. Huh? I've not uh, heard of that one. One of the best shooting movies I've seen in a while. Unhinged. I'm Amazon Prime. What happens when the movies Duel and Falling Down have a baby? It's unhinged. It's a movie on rails and doesn't do anything new, but I found it enjoyable enough to put it here. Unhinged. And, yeah, and TV also mentioned The Boys Season 2, Amazon Prime, and uh, Ted Lasso. Yeah. Uh, movies. I didn't watch as many movies as I should, and I haven't gotten into like the Oscar batch yet. Oh. Right, the ones that are just now available for rental, yeah. or like you can buy it for eight hundred dollars, yeah, um, or or any of the like like I don't know. The closest one I've got to that is Don't Look Up, and I think both of you guys watched that. Right? Yeah, this movie has gotten some shit for being too on the nose, but I'm like, it needed to be on the nose. That's the whole fucking point. What's that? Don't look up. Yeah. Don't look up. Yeah, yeah. I well, think we're gonna disagree here, guys. No, you think it's too on the nose? No, my yeah. my issue there yeah. is. There's nothing. There's no such thing as two on the nose. Yeah, it's satire. Yeah, it's absurdist satire. Yeah, like that's the whole point of the genre. Remember a boat oar in the face? Yeah, yeah. That, it, the movie is supposed to be a boat exactly. oar to the face. That's the whole point but of it, it. But it's not. It's not a preachy. The people who are upset are saying, "Well, this is preachy, this and that." No, it's not. Mm. It's satire. Yeah. It is. It is speaking to a reality in the world right now and saying, "Isn't that?" Isn't this lovely? <laughs> yeah. Isn't so this Dave, all you going have, you so have, well? Dave, you have a conflicting opinion. Y- yeah, I, I do. <clears throat> I don't know if we want to get into all of that, but all right. Should I just mute him? Yeah, just mute me. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Uh, <clears throat> I think that only the people that agree with him are going to watch it. Oh, for sure. Well, I mean, obviously. this is I like we, we were so, talking. We were talking about this before we recorded, and I was saying there is no changing anyone's mind, right? At no. this point, so like, no matter what, no matter what you present them with, you cannot change anyone's mind anymore. So I think the whole problem that we're running into is no one really wants to work with anyone anymore, and it's all just two sided, and that's it. Yeah, totally. And that movie is not going to help anyone work together. No. No. It's just going to... Is that its intent? It's not supposed to. No, I know. It's not the intent. It's satire. But I think, like... I think... It feels like... It's taking people that are already angry and just making them more angry. And I don't think that's what we need. 
as a society. Well, and I, like, I feel like everybody is angry enough. Um, to me, it didn't make me angry, really. What ma- what well, it's because you're not the one who's angry. Like, he's talking about the people yeah. that they're making fun of. Uh, no, I'm not. You're no, not? No, no, I'm talking I, about the people that... It's four? Yeah. That, it's that four. Are like, that are like, yeah, the fucking oh, global warming, we're going to die. Well, I, Yes. That's me. Yeah, That's I'm, totally me. Yeah, I'm and, not angry yeah. about and it. I wasn't... I didn't take it that way at all. I looked at mm. it. I mean, I saw it. I realized immediately, oh... This is absurdist humor. Yeah, this is satire. Yeah, and and isn't this ridiculous? And it's like God. I hope the whole. I hope the whole, that comes. It's it's got to <laughs> end the way I hope it does. Right, and it right. totally does. Yeah. Yes, but I but I think like it's so. But it is ridiculous. But it's also like kind of reality. Like well, but no, that's, 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 that's the, the thing. Point yes, of, that's the right. point of satire. Yes. I know, but then it just makes you really angry. <laughs> no, for me, at least it makes me really angry. I'm like those people are so <laughs> terrible, and they continue to be terrible. They yeah. always will be terrible. Dude, yes. we have lived through like, this. Uh, is true. We have lived through this COVID bullshit for two years now, and we spent a good th- at least thirty minutes. Uh, talking about reality before we started recording. Yeah. And I mentioned that I'm to the point where I'm just like, fine, fine, just fuck it. Fuck you. You guys are going to just try to passively kill the rest of us. (laughs) I I accept it. I can't fucking argue about it anymore. I can't fucking, like, be pissed about it anymore because then I'm just going to spend my whole life pissed off. Like I said, like, at least 33% of our population are just fucking idiots. And I've I'm I'm gotten to the point where I'm just I need to accept it. So when I was watching this, I was like, "Yep, if there was a comet barreling down on us, I'm pretty sure it wouldn't be too far off from this movie." So when you call it absurdist humor, I'm like, I know. So "Yeah, that's but it's almost a fucking documentary." Like satire, I don't even consider it really but satire that's, because that's, it's like too close to how it would actually happen. But that's what political. I mean, that's what political. That is what that is. Yeah, that's you're right. so. It, you're right. It's absurdist it, political satire. So yeah. I think for me, like we're already so steeped into how people are reacting to all of these things yeah. that I, I felt like I didn't need two hours, yeah. two and a half hours uh, of more of it. The good news you know though I mean? is that it was for me. I I, I, I agree with that. Th- then I would say you got. I wouldn't watch it if I'm already stressed out. Yeah. Yes. yes. How about sure. that? That's a I, good point. And I didn't watch it that way. I was and like, I, oh, and I know I what this is, and I can't wait to see out. it. Like, yeah. I'm yeah. a mediator in all my things in life. Yes. Yeah. And so, like, I already feel like I'm on the fringes yep. of all this stuff. You're probably yep. dealing with that a little more than Mo and I are. And so then I'm, like, watching this. This is just <laughs> triggering me so bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so that's a good point. I think you guys nailed it. I, and the, the state of mind wow. in which I watched it would make a huge difference to me. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like... Um, with all that shit, it was just for me. I was like, oh, "God damn it!" It's just so well done. And oh, it was really. I love Adam McKay as a director, and I love his other movies. And I'm gonna just say, like, I'm a fucking Leo fan. I've, I have been for a while, ever <laughs> since he did the Aviator. The sexiest scientist. Ever since he did the Aviator, <laughs> I was he did like, Titanic. I was please. like, the, <laughs> please, girl, please. The first time he showed up on Growing Pains, you had his poster <laughs> on right. his wall. Yep. That's right. Let's go. Over, let's go back to no, the but source. it was the fucking Aviator that turned me on to him. I was like, all right, he's a he's the fucking real deal. And then you know, Once Upon a Time and Hollywood and all that shit. Like, oh, he was so good in that. He was fucking amazing in that. Yeah, so he should have won an Oscar. For and that. in this movie, I'm like, he's fucking great. And you know what's her nuts? The 
the girl who's the Jennifer Hunger Lawrence. Games girl. Yeah, she, yeah, like she. I didn't even recognize her at first because of those severe bangs she had rocking. <laughs> um, yeah, I but, uh, but I I liked it, man. And yeah. fucking uh, Timothy, what, uh, whatever his name is, was really good too. Timothy, what's his name? The Chalamet. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's no, that's good. I like that. Timothy Dude, Chalet. he's been in everything lately. Yes, he and, has. And uh, fucking fr- Tyler Perry was French fucking ski awesome. Resort house. He was really funny. Man. Like Tyler Perry and his co-host, they were so Kate good. Blanchett? Yeah. Uh, they were so fucking good because I'm like, that's reality right there. Yes. Like that. Yeah. That's that's fucking that's it a true like morning too, show. I think it was just. <laughs> you're too, like you're like this real. is reality yeah. this yeah. is my life no, there's mean, a comet bearing down <laughs> on us and there's somebody in my life who's like i ain't looking up <laughs> no not that bad but i i mean i don't know a little bit a little yeah, bit yeah i, I thought it was a good people movie in areas of my life that are yeah, I kept on seeing like critics say it was too on the nose. I saw people on Twitter. Well, that's like, 100% critics not understanding what they're watching. Well, yeah, and and I think it's like dummies. It's not a. It's, you're not supposed to take it seriously. Jeremy Parrish, who <laughs> I really, but you kind of have to. Well, because it's the the, po- it, the point is, the message is not like that. We're that we're all imminently doomed. The message is, hey, uh, as a cult, as a society, we have we are coming apart at the seams yeah and that 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 needs to be there needs to be some attention paid to like what the hell is reality yeah Hmm. um i thought it was i thought it was really fun a Um, great way to tell that story is with a comet coming to kill everybody (laughs) on earth yeah it is it is it's so like yeah and and so i was about to say like jeremy Parrish, who we follow on twitter um he said something about there's zero subtext in the movie and i don't know if he was just like being snarky or whatever about it but i was like of course there's not that's the whole fucking point yeah it's a I, comet barreling toward I, the earth yeah. again i think these yeah. are people that that they didn't know what they were watching yeah um i will anymore. say bony Ver has an amazing song in the credits oh okay of that movie i should go watch those again i, yeah, I didn't pay any attention it's a great song i'm pretty sure we got to see meryl streep's ass Maybe if it wasn't, could be a stunt was, butt. Yeah, could have been stunt AI. Butt. Yeah, AI, not AI. The dude who played like the fucking <laughs> or could be AI. The dude who played like I mean, the Zuckerberg, like Steve years. Jobs. Oh gosh, the Zuckerberg, Steve oh, Jobs guy. Crazy. He was fucking amazing. He did s- with his like his his mannerisms yep. and oh, his yeah. speech pattern. Yeah. Oh, he, so good. He won an funny. Oscar for that um, that bridge movie with Tom Hanks. This is my bridge. No, River it was Kwai. like a World War II movie. Who, who River Kwai. Who built this bridge? River Kwai. Uh, that's going to bug me. All right. I'll Mo, look it up. I'll Mo, get back you're, to you. You're, look, you're reading, you're, you're dissecting. And, and I don't mean yeah. to sell people short who like wrote in all this shit, but um, no. Mo, Mo's going through. Well, I respect Iceman had a, his TV, and we did m- music and movie TV. There was Ted Lasso. With, but honorable mentions, AP Bio. I've I don't know that one. Do you know that? that? I've heard about it. I watched it. the I've first season. It. Bridge okay. of Spies. With Tom Hanks, I never heard of that. That was a good movie. Steven also Spielberg, Squid Game, Squid Game. Every man, or my I whole watched it. my whole family watched Squid Game. I did not. Yeah, I wasn't. I haven't seen it. Just and not after interested. my and after my whole family watched it, Christine was like, "Probably shouldn't let the kids watch that." <laughs> <laughs> I'm <Cool>. not shocked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like she didn't watch it with them. She just found oh. out they were watching it, oh. and so she she watched it, and she's like, "God damn, that was a good show." Shouldn't let the kids watch it though. Well, here's more okay. from Beaver. Beaver. Uh, yep. Beaver. So we had Ted Lasso's blah, blah. Uh, the Grand Tour specials. Oh, the, the former Grand Top Tour. Gear guys. Yeah, yeah. They're, yep, they they're on Amazon now. Yeah, yep. 
uh, Archer season 12. Oh, that was a good season this season, man. The send-off to actress Jessica Walter was absolutely wonderful. Yeah, it was. And great British baking show. Same show. Still fun. Couldn't yep. agree more. I love that. I love that show. Yeah. Um, where are we at? Most of this is games otherwise, it looks like. All right, we'll get to those shortly. Um, um, yeah. Man, Christine and I watched so many murder shows this year. Jesus H. Oh, Christ. Yeah. You sleep with the lights on, don't you? Fucking A. The Night Stalker documentary on Netflix. I mean, just fucking lock your doors and put on a diaper. I'm not going to watch it. So <sighs> that's fucking crazy. Watch that shit, Mo. The no, Night Stalker documentary. That's scarier than any goddamn horror movie you're ever going to see. Yeah. Because it's fucking reality and it happened. Jesus Christ. All right. Are we moving on to video games? Oh, no. I've got a couple movies yet. Um, I no, too. No Time to Die. I thought it was a great send-off to Daniel Craig. Yeah, me too. I. That was just a beautiful... Indep- I mean, I think it was the first time it was ever done in the Bond series, but like a five movie arc yeah yeah it yeah. was fantastic yeah and it they, was they I, tied I, it all together yeah i loved that it was a thing yeah yeah and i am really happy with how the whole movie went i yeah. can't wait to see where they go next yeah. i'm like that yeah. was beautiful like the five movies yep it was self-contained yep. it was fucking wonderful i kind of want to go watch the five again so do i because i um, haven't seen the casino royale and whatever the quantum, quantum S- solace S- and i saw skyfall Spectre in the theater skyfall. two or three times so. oh Love Skyfall. I think I saw Skyfall in the theater twice in one day. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Not on purpose. I mean, yes, on purpose, because I did. But Not on purpose. Like, you just act, you passed out. Wasn't planned. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. uh, the new Spider-Man movie, No yep. Way Home. I know you hate Marvel. No, I'm, I want to watch that one, That honestly. movie was really good. Yeah, I'm interested in I've, I've no, I know all the spoilers, because I've, yeah. I've listened to podcasts, and my kids spoil it for it me. But really I, I do want to check it out. Willem um, Dafoe. Was it better than the second one? I found uh, the second one boring and tedious. Yeah, I would yeah. say it was better than the second um, one. I my, like one and three the my best. My kids probably. loved it. Uh, everybody I talk to loves it. I'll see it. I'll see it. When it comes out on Disney+, Plus. Uh, I'll see it. And I, in and of itself, <coughs> it's a... Net- Is that a movie or... Yeah, well, uh, it's a. it was a Broadway show. Oh, so it's a title. I thought you were... In yeah, and no, of no, itself, no, no. I like... No, mm, in and yes. of itself. No. It's directed by Frank Oz. It's what? on Hulu. Really? Yeah, it's on Hulu. It's a Broadway show. Okay. Okay. The puppet show? What the fuck is it? Hear, hear me out. All right, I'm listening. <laughs> I think I told you guys about it. Didn't I tell I you about know. it? No, I don't think so. It's a one-man play yeah. that they did 500 times on Broadway. Yeah. Or no, off Broadway. Yeah. It's a little bit of a magic show. I'm out. But it's a biography <laughs> at the same time. Okay, okay. I'm intrigued then, I guess. It's really good. Are there Muppets in it? No. No. But there is like magic. Yeah. Okay. That has some stage elements. There's to there's it. whimsy. <clears throat> not really whimsy. Oh, okay. Not really. I mean not, magic is whimsy. It's not really whimsical <laughs> at all. It's okay. Not, it's just like, what? How about this one, Dave? It's we watched we watched this one watch together. It. Halloween kills. I did enjoy that. Yes. Yes. I know. I, I liked them both. I've got you on the hook yeah. now. Yeah. Yes. We have to watch Halloween ends together. Yes, we will. You goddamn right we will. Yeah. I liked it. Um, uh, go ahead. I also mentioned Tick, Tick, Boom. Oh, uh, which was good. I, that might be my favorite movie of the year. Nice. Uh, That'll be up for an Oscar, maybe. 
I've got my potential Oscar oh. variety every year. They oh, make I their wanna, os- Yeah, I want to hear your potential Oscars. Well, Oscar, I, I haven't watched like the the list yet, but um, Variety every year does like their list of Oscar predictions. They do yeah. their top ten, yeah, and then they do like next list. And I try to watch all like twenty or thirty of them. Wow! Um, and and it usually starts now and goes through February. Any of the any? I haven't watched standouts. Like, hardly any of them that uh, you that you see on that list that are you excited to watch at least. Oh yeah, there are, there are a bunch. Um, I started on, Power of the Dog. Yeah, that's one of them. That's one of them. I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. <laughs> I got about halfway. Um, Belfast. Like, I want to watch boring. really bad. Um, I haven't watched Dune. I, I fucking should have because it was free on HBO and now it's it'll, got 20 goddamn dollars. It'll come back to HBO in a few weeks. I'm super pumped for Licorice Pizza. Oh, yeah. Uh, Coda's on Apple TV, so I want to check that out. Oh, this one I'm excited for. Uh, the first time Joel Cohen has gone and made a movie without Ethan. Um, it's uh, The Tragedy of Macbeth. It's supposed to be really good. It's going to be Oh, on, with Denzel? Yeah, it's going to be on Apple TV. Yeah. Um, Denzel. Denzel you Stevenson? Got it. Denzel Washington plays oh. Macbeth. Don't look up. It's on the list. Different Denzel. Uh, and then yeah. in the next in line, 11 through 20, Tick, Tick, Boom's on the list. Boom. Uh, being the Ricardos with, you know, the fucking. Yeah, I do want to watch that. Aaron Sorkin. Uh, fucking Spider-Man No Way Home's on the list. So yeah, is No buddy. Time to Die. Yeah. Um, come on, come on is another one that's on the list. I haven't even heard of it. Um, that's with uh, the uh, Phoenix, Joaquin. Um, so yeah, there's a bunch of shit that I'm going to check uh, out. One movie that I watched that I laughed really hard during was Barb and Star Visit Vista Del Mar. All right. Did you guys not watch that? Kristen Never Wiig? heard of it. I don't know what you're talking about. Kristen Wiig's movie? No, I don't know what you're talking about. Y- Sounds like you you're making like things it. up now. Kristen what, who? What's it called? Barb and Star Visit Vista Del Mar. Okay. What's uh? Where do I find it? Uh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Netflix maybe. Okay. Good story, Dave. Barb and Star. Visit Vista Del Mar. It's a comedy. Okay. It's funny. All right. Nobody? No, I got I never heard of it, honestly. I've no, never, with never Kristen heard of Wig? it. Kristen Wig? I know I who mean, Kristen Wig yeah. is, goddammit. Do you like Kristen Wig? Yeah. yeah, sure. Never heard of the movie. Seagulls in the sand, will you hear my prayer? Seagulls in the sand. It's a song in the movie. I'll Go see around it. All right. and Go round. on. All right. Uh, we're going on to video I'm games, done. Mo, unless you picked nope. out any. That's good video games so i'm going to start with uh ice man yes the ice man cometh ratchet and clank rift apart that one was fun it's a ratchet and clank game yeah so it goes without saying that I it looks incredibly it. simple combat's yeah. a ton of fun all yeah. the different weapons to choose from both new and old are great hopefully you don't have to wait eight years before the next one yeah best ratchet and clank ever yeah. i think you know but I it was it, it was more ratchet and clank but it, they did it better than any other honorable mention marvel's guardians of the galaxy ghosts of dave you played that right Tsushima no. dlc oh. It yes. takes two. Can a bridge of spirits? Uh-oh. Judgment two. Yakuza seven. Um, Yakuza seven. I'm still working through. It's the first Yakuza game that I've not just blasted right through because it's an RPG now. It's turn based and uh. it's a, and it's a grind, man. And it's long as fuck. Yeah. Um. So it's it's hard for me to pay attention to it. Sure. Um. He also did he mention Lost Judgment? No. Uh, oh, Judgment what, 2 is what yeah, it was. Yeah, that, that's what it is. Okay. Uh, I bought it, haven't played it yet because I feel like I need to do Yakuza 7 first. I bought the Marvel Guardians game. I just haven't played it yet. Gotcha. Great game. Oh, this Then moving on to Beaver. Great games. Ratchet and Clank. Yep. Um, I platinumed it. He's, platinumed I, it. I don't know what that means. That means he got all the achievements. Well, all the good, trophies. Good for you. All the things. COD Vanguard. <laughs> yep, yes. I still play COD, and yeah, this year uh, was a good one. Zach was playing that one. Uh, Back for Blood, great co-op game. 
Yeah. We haven't even played that yet. Death yeah, Loop. we should play that together. Yeah, we should. Death Loop, great style. We talked about this at the, so the knitting Ethan, the knitting game. Great uh, style Death Loop. Story. No, no, that was Loop uh, Hero. Yeah, oh, well, uh, Death Loop is also another knitting yes. one. Yes. Um, Both games about crocheting. Have one's you, crocheting, one's knitting. Yeah. You played Death Loop, right, Dave? Finished it. It's pronounced crocheting. Ethan, Ethan started it and he said it was really hard. Was it hard? It's pretty hard. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Returnal. I used a guide. Fuck Returnal. After the big patch. Mo has watched me play the same level on Returnal for hours. It's true. Game After being sucks, I hate it. <laughs> being able to save your run is huge. I I'm not a fan of rogue games, but this was fun. Rocket League it. Sideswipe Mobile. Hmm. Great fun time waster. Future I had games no idea that Gran Turismo Seven. Yep. Uh Horizon Forbidden West. Yep. God of War Ragnarok. Yep. yep. Should that be Ragnarok? Yep. Ragnarok. Okay. Well, Ragnarok would be a pretty yeah. good name that for it. Ragnarok. <laughs> God of War. Teddy Chaos. GTA five update and Saints Row. Okay. Um Lag has Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Of course, he named Shocker. his da- he named his daughters after Le- Mass That's Effect. That's coming to so Game Pass. Go. I might actually play it for the yeah. first time. I think it's out now, actually, on Game Pass, I think. What? I could be wrong. Yeah. Then uh, Metroid Dread, 19 yep. years. 19 years to get a sequel to Metroid Fusion. Yeah, he's and right. Boy, do they deliver. Fuck yeah, they did. Uh, and this is good. Inscription. No, not a typo. That's how the game spelled it. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, they if they if they ever put inscription out on something other than PC, I'll play. Yeah, it. no kidding, that's where yeah. I'm at too. Then honorable mentions for lag, no more heroes three, WarioWare, get it together, and yes. Halo Infinite. Man, WarioWare, get it together was fun for the two hours it lasted. Yeah, tropism says uh, Spider Man finished all the DLC and loved it. Yeah, we'll be getting Miles Morales eventually. Yeah, uh, Xbox Game Pass really enjoyed the service. Game Pass is like the best thing going, man. Yeah, and saved a bunch of money. Sony's bringing something out similar next year, or I guess this year, but they haven't really. I guess we'll talked see about it. Yeah, they haven't given yeah. any details. So those are all the games here. All right, games for me. Uh, Cotton reboot. I cannot believe how many cotton Classic. games came out this year. I feel like you talk about a cotton game every weekend. I, I feel like I do, too. <laughs> they keep on putting out cotton games, Mo. It's fucking nuts. Are they new or are they remakes? Uh, like, some like, of them are new. When I say remake, I mean, like, remastered. Remasters, yeah. No, uh, I would say uh, maybe 30, 70. 30 wow. being new, 70 that's, being, like, uh, a lot of games re- still. being, like, reissues or whatever. Yeah. Uh, they've put out at least eight. Cotton games this year is fucking nuts, man. They keep putting them out, and they've, there's more coming. Uh, I don't know what the hell happened or why Cotton, of all franchises, right. uh, but they're, they've been great. Cotton Reboot is amazing. It is one of the best side-scroll, or, uh, you know, as you would call them, left-rightly yeah. shmups I've played in years. It's so fucking good. Um, another game that I didn't expect to like as much as I did, but maybe it's because... Um, I played it with my family, and we played it a ton. Was Mario Party Superstars? Oh yeah, <laughs> I it, do want to get that for my family. I think it would be fun. It is simply a remake of the best of the N sixty four boards. So they're five boards, and they're all N sixty four boards. They just pulled like five of the best ones from the N sixty four games, and I think there were three games on the N sixty four. So it's it's like. I gave Nintendo 60 bucks just to fucking reskin some old <laughs> N64 games, you know? Sounds about uh, right. Yeah, but, but you can play it online if you want and all that shit. Um, and they have unlockables. Uh, 
but man, we had so much fun. Like especially like Zach wasn't into as as much as Ethan was. Christine and Ethan and I played this game for like ten hours over the course of like three days. <laughs> wow. It was nuts. Um, and we unlocked just about everything. And I hope they add some DLC for it. They really need to just stop releasing these as standalone games and just start releasing DLC. Because goddamn it, Nintendo. Uh, Metroid Dread. I just finished it the other day. Dave, I'm. It's probably on your list. Yeah. Uh, this game mo made me feel like an old man. Nice. Because. Uh, you got to play like finger twister yep. and gymnastics with your fingers and remember. Yeah, like, there was a lot of that. This game was action packed. Like they packed everything into this game where you're like. What system is this for? Switch. Okay. Switch. Yeah. So you're either getting to a boss or you're unlocking a new ability like every 15 minutes. It's nuts. And they pack it so quickly that you forget the yes. moves. Yeah, that, that was you the one thing that I had with it. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, I don't, I don't remember how to do that. And then I gotta pause it and go to the fucking thing, and then read the thing that instructs you how to do the thing. And I'm like, I don't know how to do that. Um, but Dave, the last, I don't know, twenty percent of the game, just like pulse pounding shit. Yeah, like you it was just tough. Yeah, too. But, but it was super tough. That last boss was super tough. But at the same time, I kept felt feeling like I was chipping away and I was making progress. And I'm like, OK, I get it. Oh, I fucked that run up. But I, I know what I did yeah. wrong. Yep. Um, and, and it was just a really good end to that side scrolling Metroid series. So apparently from Metroid one on the NES all the way up through this, those whatever it is, five games told one story. And this was the finale to that. Huh. And they did a really good job. Yeah, it was a really fun game. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, I've mentioned this probably a hundred times uh, across various podcasts, but Psychonauts 2 was my game of the year. Um, there is a level in there called Psy King, PSI King, um, that was maybe the best video game experience I've had since Resident Evil 7 VR. Uh, it was so good. Man. You got to play it. I couldn't finish the game. Did you get to Psy King? I don't know. You what do you do you in Psyching? It's psychedelic as hell. I mean, that game is. You'll know. The Psyching levels. What do you do in it? Uh, well, it's a platforming level, but it's all super bright colors. Is it like Space Giraffe? Space. Yes. Well, no. No. It's very hippie-ish. You're at, a, you're at an outdoor concert festival. Oh, no. I didn't get that far. <coughs> so worth it. Maybe I'll go back to it at some point. <sighs> Loved it. This game is filled to the brim with ideas, and I would say 90% of those ideas work, which is pretty pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, I loved it. Loved it so much. Uh, did you get to that one that was like in, like, a, like at campgrounds? Yeah. That was one where I felt like I was at Disney. You know, like yeah. I was at a Disney theme park, and I was walking I, around a Disney theme park. I think park. we talked about this, but I felt that way in Ratchet and Clank when you do the pirate ride. Yes. I loved that. Yeah, oh, my yeah. gosh. That i loved that so much Even yeah this, the sound mixing and stuff mm -hmm. was it sounded like a ride yeah it was cool and other than that like i played a ton of shmups this year and i'll talk about that in a little bit uh but most of those were from they were like retro shmups or from other years so dave video games hi you already covered them i all of them yeah i really only i didn't i mean ratchet and clank was on there yeah metroid dread was on there i played some old games that weren't like I was trying mm -hmm. to think of games that came out this year. Yeah. Um, 
Demon's Tilt. I know Gruel mentioned that. Yeah, that pinball game. Yeah, and I really love that. Mo, Super fun. Mo, yeah. Demon's Tilt is on Switch, and it's basically oh, cool. a sequel to Alien, Alien and Cru- Devil's Crush. Yeah. Nice. So good. Yeah, it's really fun. Is it a download or a download. hard copy? Download. No, it's a downloadable. Like a I, I bought what does it. What that mean? Physical copy? Yeah. I think I bought it for less than 10 bucks yeah, it's when on, it was on sale. It's on the eShop. Uh, it, it's, it's a sequel to Devil's Crush. Nice. I was very excited when they released the Castlevania Advance games oh, yeah. as a collection. Mm-hmm. Bought that right away. Yeah, that was super cool. Klaus and I spent an, a night playing through uh, Aria of Sorrow. Um, and I got an OLED Switch. Yeah. And I'm really happy with it. <laughs> right it's, it's I like sweet, it a right? lot. Yeah. You should. Uh, I know you already finished it, but you should pop in Metroid Dread just to take a look at it. It looks so I good should. on that screen. Yeah. yeah. I re-downloaded Cuphead to look yes. at it again. Yeah. And Cotton Reboot looks gorgeous on it, too. Uh, that's right. You're going to do it. <laughs> it's a shmup, right? Yes. Yeah, I don't know. It's fucking gorgeous. I mean, I like shmups, not as much as it's you a, do. It's a, cu- it's a cute-em-up, man. Yeah. Get Max into the cute-em-ups. Yeah. All right. Cotton Reboot. I'll, Cotton I'll check reboot. it out. I'll put it on my watch list. Mo, you got any games you want to throw on there? I don't remember playing any games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This yeah. year, I think I did play something like last January, February, but yeah. I don't remember what it was. Right. Anybody uh, on our uh, in our uh, on your sheets of paper got any more games? No, games are done. There's a few like life, and yeah, miscellaneous things. The next list I have for myself is internet stuff and then other. So we can do whatever. Well, Leg talks about other. All right. Uh, being fired from Memory Express. Wow. As much as I still hold a grudge against them working there, especially in a pandemic, was giving me anxiety. I was literally put on medication because of this place. Yeah. While I would have rather left on my terms, I can't say I'm mad to be gone. Temporary job with Autoport uh, CN Rail. Was that Canadian Rail or something like that? Probably. Uh, what, was I su- what was supposed to be a one-month contract ended up getting stretched out to almost six months. This job helped me rebuild my confidence and made me realize I was good at jobs other than just retail. And then getting a job in IT at Greg's Distributors. While I'm not out of the woods yet, I'm still in my probationary period. But so far, it's been great. Moving it into the business world has been different. Still getting used to new rules, such as not being able to use my phone or check Discord during the workday. <laughs> On the other hand... That's where he's <laughs> been. There have been. There have been amazing benefits. I'm being treated as an equal at work instead of another dog in the machine. Or cog, sorry, <laughs> cog in the machine, and being paid what I'm actually worth. Yeah. All in all, 21 ended up not being too bad. I hope everyone else had a great year too. Yeah, man, lag. You know, uh, I'm, I understand that that was probably a blow for you, but goddamn, it's probably also a kick in the ass and uh, a way out of the fucking retail machine. Yep, mm-hmm. that's brutal. And then Eric. That says uh, this. This is all other. So yeah, you know, happy 2022. Super the hardest. While I could go on, I figured I'd just hit a few things that are my things of the year. Retirement. Yes, I retired from the Air Force on March 31st. Not only did it get me out of a toxic work environment, but it led to six months off of work. Shit, yeah. In that time, (laughs) Jesus, that sounds like paradise. I spent a lot of time with my kids, and also downtime I haven't had since I was a kid myself. I played so much Minecraft and Barbies and loved every minute of it. (laughs) (laughs) And as the kids went back to school, I managed to land a job that worked well for the family. Nice. Vaccinations. Fuck yes! (laughs) He says, fuck COVID. (laughs) But in 21, my whole family was able to get vaccinated, and my my wife and I are now boosted. 
Thankfully, despite a few close calls, none of us has gotten it, and we're as protected as, as we can be. Yay, modern science, or modern medicine, and their ability to keep us as safe as possible. Uh, Discord, last one. I don't know what I'd do without the awesome communities, like the Super the Hardest community through 2021. Sharing stories, jokes, cooking, sports, frustrations, life. Those connections have kept me sane and kept me going. 21 was a good year for me personally. Here's hoping 22 is good for everyone. I know. And I think that might be it. Six pages. Yeah. Very small font. Yeah. That's good. Single spaced. Yep. Um, Internet stuff. Uh, tell them, Steve, Dave, I talk about it every year, but their Patreon continues to just be awesome. Once a week, they put out a video that is like the weirdest public access channel you've ever witnessed. Yep. And it's, it's like, it, it's, it's my substitute for hanging out with you guys, basically. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant for hanging out at Fremont watching Stevens Point public, <laughs> no, public access. It, no, no, not that. It's it's like if we had access to a bunch of money and some video cameras, it's probably very similar to something to what we would do. <laughs> and that's why I love it so much. Cuz it's just like three dudes who are like, "Okay, let's get our friends together. Let's create a dumb show every week." And it's always something fucking nuts. And it's super low budget, you know, but that's what makes it great. It's my kind of budget. Yeah. Um, the lowest. The lowest. <laughs> uh, Pat Finnerty, uh, who does What Makes This Song Stink. Oh, yeah. Uh, I love that guy. He's a super talented musician. He goes on tour with different bands uh, all the time. So he he knows his shit and he plays guitar like a motherfucker. But goddamn, he's funny. Uh, he He's like my spirit animal as far as music goes because I'm like, yes, uh, I am this cynical about shitty songs too. Um I, I love watching his stuff and and his his videos remind me of tell him steve Dave because it's it's very low budget and it's very like pasted together but it's super funny and and well done i love it um we already talked about christian james hand and you know i thank tex for turning me on and you know i finally fucking paid attention to it and i'm glad i did uh a youtube channel that i watch all the time is shmup junkie and it's exactly what it sounds like. It's this guy who loves shmups, and he puts his heart into making these awesome shmup, uh, not only just like reviews, but also retrospectives of like Cave and Toa Plan and Compile. And like he did, a, it's like a three and a half hour video where he reviewed every single Turbo Graphics PC Engine shmup ever made. Wow. And if you know anything about those consoles, you know that's like fucking like dozens and dozens of games. <laughs> but he's goofy. Um, he does he does stuff that's like really like a little bit cringy, like with his humor. But it's super well done. He's very passionate about. It. He's not a dick. He's not like an internet elitist, you know, which I really like. So he talks about this stuff, and he doesn't do it in a like a know it all kind of way. He does it with humor, um, and he does these great videos on how to get better at shmups and. You know, like he shmup, like shmup appreciation and yep. s science, yep. like DJ Incompetent used to do for us. Like he does these really, really well done tutorials that aren't condescending. They're like, hey, 
I know that this stuff can be a little intimidating. Here's what you need to do, you know. Totally. You need to fucking, you know, hog the real estate on the screen so you're fucking killing the enemies before they appear. You need to do all this shit. It's really, really well done. I, I love the dude. Um, he's got a Patreon if you want to subscribe to that, too. Um, really fucking well done. And then my last Internet stuff is... Uh, like those guys said, uh, our Discord chat. I'm on our Discord channel pretty much the moment I wake up to the moment I go to bed. I wake up in the morning, I go in the bathroom, I sit down on the toilet, and I take a shit, and I pull up my phone, <laughs> and I say, good morning, everybody. <laughs> and that's yep. that's how I start my day. And then I end it by... Talk an- about pulling the curtain back. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, it's really like my no fucking more magic. It's it's like my second fucking family practically. It's 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 in the background all day. Um, I really enjoy it. Um, I enjoy talking to those guys and 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 gardening girl. And every now and then, when token girl gets drunk, she decides to show up too. Um, but I I really love the Discord chat. Um, and then if as long as we're talking about other stuff, 2021 was the year where I finally was able to travel again a bit. I mentioned the 20-hour Oklahoma trip. I went to California twice, uh, and this time I really fell in love with California. I would love to just retire there, but it's stupid expensive, and nevertheless, I'd love to figure out a way to do it because obviously people do it. It can be done. Mm-hmm. The people live there, right? It's not all the Kardashians who live there, right? The fucking people who live there and make it happen. But I love that state, man. People talk shit about California all the time, and I'm just like, on one hand, I get it, but on the other hand, I'm like, but no, go there. It's a fucking country unto itself, and it's gorgeous, and it's there's so much going on there. Like, everything you need is there, you know? It's beautiful every fucking where you go. Everything but water. <laughs> yeah. I, I I love it there. I fucking love it there. I, I've been there twice this past year. I've been there a bunch of times before. I just want to keep going back. Every time Christine's like, where should we go for a weekend? I'm like, let's just fucking go to somewhere in California. I'd love it there. So anyway. That's my mm-hmm. my other stuff. Mo? Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> I got a new saxophone. That's yeah. that's my 2021. That's the It was not a it was not a good year. So, this was one of the few bright spots. Yeah. Um Yeah, I went looking for something else and accidentally bought a tenor. Yeah. saxophone but and it's pretty sweet oh my god it's so good yeah it's one it's one of those things where it's like i that thing right there i'd like haven't seen one of those in a while i'd like to try that please and then realize that i would be leaving the store much much poorer <laughs> than i had walked in <laughs> yeah thinking i was just going to try out soprano saxophones so oops yeah but uh yeah that's pretty awesome. And yeah. We'll see. Uh hopefully change in the near future. You and I dig dug a pit in my backyard. Oh hells yeah. So that was awesome. That was awesome. Cochinita well, I guess just Puerco Pibil in this case. We didn't have a suckling pig. Right. But yeah. Pork shoulder roasted in the in the ground in the ground oven that we yeah, built. Yeah, we managed to do it twice. And the second time. Second we time did blew it out of the yeah. park all right yeah. i was there the second time yeah the oh second time was, the first time was good but the second time was L- the well, best no the second time is it's where i've realized 
you know, very selfishly, like we do this better than any of the restaurants I've ever been to <laughs> come even close. Yeah. It's kind of true. It's not a joke. This did they bury it in the ground? I don't know. No. Well, I've made. I mean, I made it in the oven at your place. Yeah. And at the cabin. Yeah. And it was. It was almost as good. So it's still. It's like I don't know what people. I don't know what they're doing, but. They're taking shortcuts, or they're just, I, I just don't know. Yeah. Or they just don't know what it is. But yeah. it's not like it's a hard thing to do. It's just. No. Anyway. It was delicious. Yeah. I, I'm i I'm less interested in eating out, like, yeah. a lot, as what has happened my, in the last year. That was one of my highlights of the year, for sure. Yeah. It was a good night. Uh, we got to have your cousin over, Jay. Oh, he's he's got a plan. He's got a plan. <laughs> yes, I was texting him about this. I bring that up because, yes. like, I, that was the first time I actually had an extended conversation with yeah, him. Yeah. So Tattersall made crinkle cut Arby's fries <laughs> vodka. Oh, wow, wow. Okay. They sell it for sixty bucks a bottle. Six zero. Yeah. All right. So he said that he will gladly buy me a bottle of this. If I attempt to make a comparable vodka <laughs> out of their curly fries. So I was like, yeah, I'll make curly fry vodka. <laughs> and, he was, and he was like, then we'll go on the podcast. He'll come with me and yeah. we'll do a blind taste test okay. of the two vodkas. I like it. Like, oh, yeah, yeah we got to do that. All right, look forward like, to that in 2022. With, yeah, Whew. so that's, that's going to be happening. So I guess potato vodka, you know, curly <laughs> yeah, fry right, vodka, right? Right, yeah. Just a little <laughs> wow. greasier, that's all. Yeah, so get ready. I'm getting ready. Yeah. People get ready. What do you got on oh. your other, Dave? I don't really have a lot of other. Did a lot of cooking this yeah. year. Yeah. yeah, that was the that cooking was the part thing. was good. Yeah, the cooking the cooking was good. Yeah, but, but it, yeah, it's it was a yeah it was a shit year. Um, one other thing was like I when I, when I think back and look back on 2021, I think of like uh, being outdoors and hiking and uh, hiking a lot. Uh, which I've grown to be like, that's, I think that's my new favorite hobby is just walking through the goddamn woods. Yeah. Um, and then on my birthday, when you and Christine and I just rode our bikes all over Merrill. Oh yeah. That was a blast. That was a great fucking day. <laughs> that was, that was, that was a good one day. of the highlights of my year. We went to the Mexican place that's out kind of on the oh, outskirts yeah, nice. of Merrill. Um, I, there's something about Merrill that I grew to appreciate this year. You know the Mexican plate. Well, let's be fair. Mer- this this is a different Merrill. Yeah. Like, there's there's more in Merrill now than there mm-hmm. there has been for a long time. There are a few pockets you can go to in Merrill and be like, oh, I can dig it. Yeah. I can dig it. Yeah. You know, there's the there's the uh, polka dotted pie, the n- that new bakery that mm-hmm. the ladies run down there, and the Mexican place with uh, Santos and yep. and his food that he's cooking over there, and um, and, you know and, uh, what the sawmill can just continues to do great work so absolutely that, you know it's full of douchebags half the time but <laughs> yeah but, it's, but it's you okay. can get but you can get great beer you can get amazing beer in, in a really great environment yeah so so yeah uh do you guys have any uh I, and i know the answer to this question every year is uh lame but do you have any uh sort of resolutions if not resolutions but goals for 2022 like things you wanna things you wanna take on in twenty twenty two or that you hope to do. Yes. Yeah. 
Some I'm not going to share on this recording. Yeah, yeah. sexy time. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of sex goals, guys. <laughs> so many. Nice. I'll tell you, as soon as we stop, nice. stop. <laughs> Second you stop, I'm going to pull <laughs> out my... Whether we want to hear it or not, you're going to tell us. folded piece of paper in my back pocket just that's just <laughs> sex goals of 2022. I thought you'd have a journal. Yeah. Well, I mean... A folded piece of paper. I mean... Please. Is yeah. at least college ruled. Yeah. Oh yeah. For <laughs> nice. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's in one of those multicolored pens. So I oh can, yeah. 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 Depending uh, on theme. I I am trying to be a little bit more contemplative, a little bit more reflective. Some I might think. call them call contemplative. It contemplative. Contemplative. Yeah. Sexophone. Sex. Exactly. Yes. Sexophonist. Uh. Um. No, I, I, f- I feel like I don't take time to stop and reflect uh-huh. yeah. and like actually dig into what I feel about things. Mm-hmm. And I just move on to the next thing so fast Yeah, that I do want to take some time to actually think about how I feel about things and form opinions Yeah, and not just go with the flow. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so... <laughs> might sound a little weird, but be a little bit more opinionated about things. <laughs> yeah. Not in a bad way. Yeah. No. But just know how I feel about things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And know how I feel in general. Because I feel like I That's do. a good thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is a good thing. So try to do that. Yeah. <coughs> might include journaling. I don't know. Ooh. Sex journaling. Sex journaling. Sex yeah. journaling. <laughs> Dear diary. <laughs> Dear penthouse. <laughs> She d- she didn't say no. <laughs> she didn't say no. Well, let's be honest. It was David being like, "Dear Frito Lay, <laughs> I have some ideas for you." Guess what? Yeah. I have a snack account on Instagram <laughs> with a hundred and thirty followers. That's right. Oh yeah. Let's One talk zero. flavors. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna make a list of foods that I want to cook this year. All right. That might take me a, that I've never cooked before. That's cool. Yeah. Check them off. So. Right. Yep. Well, uh, yeah, I think. So without being too specific, right, I'm it's time for a significant change. Yeah. And I this year will be a year of exploration and laying the, the foundation for pipe. something else. Pipe. A pipe. Laying the pipe. Laying the pipe. Two chicks at one I time. don't think. Sex schools? Pi- <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> significant. I did say it was significant. Significant changes in yeah. the bedroom? Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, I've had enough. I yeah. see. I think our goals line up a little yeah. bit there. Yeah. Sex goals. So we'll, yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Not with each other, John. Or maybe. Yeah, I should probably make that clear. Yeah. I didn't mean that Mo and Christine and I were going to be fucking yesterday on Discord when I said Mo We might need some context to yeah. that. <laughs> I mean, I felt like that one kind of just yeah. flew right out of the... Yeah. <laughs> Here comes this bird crashing through the picture window. I just happened to mention that the three of us were talking about threesomes. Uh, yeah, you, you know, know, casually as one does. Yeah. and Or as three do. And uh, I, and I didn't clarify that we weren't talking about with one another, like with with the three of us. We were just talking about uh, in concept uh, as yeah. a general. Now concept. I want to know what you were talking about. It was three. No, I was tape. just talking about like you know people off you know especially dudes often talk about you know oh I want to do two chicks at one time or I'm gonna bring in another chick with my wife. Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't feel like that would be a good thing. I'm mm-hmm. I, and, and and it doesn't hurt that I'm I'm pretty goddamn happy with the sex in general. 
so I don't feel like I need to bring in like someone else. But I I'm I'm more like th- that could potentially fuck things up, and I I don't want to do that. Literally, yeah, yeah. F- literally fuck yeah. things up. Like you know, what if it what if shit got weird? Like what if in the, in like that what moment? What do you mean? What if? Yeah, I was like you've already <laughs> you're already <laughs> kind of there. Yeah, like what if in it's the already m- getting weird, man. Yeah. You know, like what if in the moment I spent too much time on the third one, you know, and and didn't you know, and Christine was like. Third one? Well, third. Well, how many? How, how many ladies are, are you? The third person. Okay. Oh, yeah, and right. and and Christine like took that wrong, and like then, the then that would be, get all weird. Or or what if she like was like way into like the girl, and I'm like, oh wait, what's going on? I, I, I wouldn't do that. I'd be like, that's fucking hot as shit. Yeah, you'd be but, super. You know, I just about I that. just don't want to introduce that sort of chaos. That sort of chaos to the situation. So that's what we were talking about. We weren't talking about fucking Mo. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for letting me know. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Wait, let me get out my uh, yep. my sex journal folded piece of paper. Your paper. Um, Not cool with it. The only resolution, I guess, Write I have. that one in red pen. <laughs> yeah. The only resolution or goals I have is just more. I fucking love travel. And I know that it's like, oh, pandemic, you're going to die. But I can't help myself. I'm like, I can't. I, I just got it. I can't live in fear, guys. <laughs> Gosh. Um, but no, I just, I fucking love traveling so much. And last year was like intoxicating, like just going where we went and seeing things and being out and discovering things and exploring places. I love it so fucking much yeah. that I just want to keep doing it. That's all I want to spend my money on. That's all I want to do is fucking go places. I don't really care where, you know, I just want to go check shit out. Yeah. Um, and I already talked about hiking and shit. I just like being out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like my fucking happy place. I'm going in a few days with Brett, and we're going back out. And Brett loves, like, he was the fucking granola. We used to call him granolas in college. That's what he did in college. He went to, he he, 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 made, he majored in granolaism. <laughs> um, so he's, like, kind of the perfect companion for that shit because he's all like, oh, here's what you need to do. You need to bathe yourself in peppermint on your balls if you got ticks and shit like that. So, What? Yeah, we smell like oh. an elf. Yeah, we went, huh. we, went, we went hiking last year uh, outside of Merrill. Like, he's like, rub this peppermint on your downstairs I, mix up. Yeah, I, I had to take a shower in this peppermint shit that he had because I counted, like, 30 ticks on me when we got back. It Holy crap. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Right. But so Brett's the kind of guy you want to go with when you he's the kind of guy you want to go out to the woods with. He knows what's up. Um, and then other than that, you know, Dave, you you mentioned a little bit like this or a little bit of this. Um, I I just kind of discovered that I always kind of like I don't really think about my mental health at all. Yeah. Ever. Like I'm just always like I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Everything's fine. Yeah. I don't. I'm not really. A, it's not something that I'm actively aware of. Right. Um. Until this past year when I was like, oh, shit, I might I might be angry or, <laughs> you know, yeah. or or, yeah. oh, fuck, I might be depressed. Yeah. Um, yeah. I need to pay attention to that. And uh, I've been a little bit aware of it when winter rolls around because I get really shitty in winter and I got my happy light several years back. And yep. and that's been about as aware of that as I've been where I'm like, oh, it's winter. I should probably pop on my fucking medical happy light, you know, um, but. Uh, I've been a little more aware of that recently. We're like, you know what? Um, I'm going to need you to stop being a fucking asshole because you're really bringing me down. Talking you know? to yourself? <laughs> or, you know, or people close to me. Yes. Um, or I need you to fucking do this or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, cup the balls or whatever, whatever the case may be. 
Um, but uh, yeah, so I, 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 I and, purple. and oh. I don't. I part of me doesn't want to get <laughs> too far down that road because I grew up in Maryland. You got to fucking nut up or shut up, you know, uh, in that culture. Um, I don't want to be too needy, I guess is what I'm saying. But at the same time, I, I'm I'm also about to, I feel like I need to be more aware of that shit where, you know, I'm like, this is why I'm being a fuckhead right now. I should probably pay attention to that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I, I think I want to regularly try to have check-ins with myself. Yeah. As <laughs> cheesy as that sounds. But, like, really, like, yeah. how do I actually feel about this and not yeah. just what other people think? Or telling me I think I should feel. Yeah, or why yeah. did I react that way? Yes. You know, why yes. why why did I say that when when this person did this or said that? Why did my shoulders get all tense when we were talking about that thing? Yeah. I should explore that. Or why did bit. I jump down my mom's fucking throat and almost fucking murder her, you know, when she just <laughs> said something that seemed completely <laughs> innocuous, you know, and, and harmless to most people. But to me, I was like, that's a fucking capital offense. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, that's that. We did it. Fucking, this is a long episode. It's ridiculous. Two two twenty. We're at yeah, two fifteen. Wow. You're welcome, America. Yeah. And I'm so sorry. Not even America, the yeah. world. The world. Yeah. The world. This You're is, welcome. You're yeah. welcome. We're this welcome. World. We're this, all welcome. This no. podcast is planet wide. Can we edit that last part out? No. Uh, no. No. Fine. We're keeping it. We don't edit anymore. We. Do, it's right. true. All right. I love the world. We, we just barely got the audio back working. <laughs> Yeah, we only had to Why? clap like. Three Why cut it? Yeah. Why cut it? We only had to clap like three times. Oh, you guys, I gotta go home and drive in the snow. Is it snowing? Yeah, probably. All right. Well, here we go. Thank you for joining us in 2021. Uh, <laughs> here's to 2022. Gross, John. Uh, we're gonna drink some fucking uh, French fry w- vodka in 2022. So look forward to that. So anyway. Heck yeah. Uh. So Six, there it is. 612-424-3835 is our drunk dials. We haven't checked those in a while. We should probably do that. Uh, mailbag at mojomenace.com if you want to write us a letter. Otherwise, we're everywhere on the social medias and interwebs at Mojo Menace. So that's it. See you later, sluts. <laughs> <laughs>